Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen, that's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
back, baby. Uh, we're back. We're back stronger than ever. I've given you lives. Isn't the whole point of this show to have conversation? 100% for comedy. Friendly room. What a weird game of chicken that is. This guy's sharp. He knows everybody's name in this room. We've been doing fake radio since 2006. Man, tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo there we go thank you so much matt Bellab, and everybody indeed, indeed welcome to the program episode 3305 the nickel the award-winning podcast never not funny welcome you in as we record this on a friday a rare friday record for the uh, gang here at never not funny and we uh we welcome those that are live streaming the episode and we welcome those that are hearing this next week as uh, as scheduled um, in order. We had to shuffle some things around uh, to accommodate uh, people's schedules. And so here we are on a Friday. And uh, thank you to those that are joining us in the live stream. We know that we uh, sent that notice out the last minute, but it was... Uh a last-minute scheduling change on our end, and uh, but we certainly still wanted to do the live stream here with you folks uh, that uh, care about such a thing, and then more importantly, to, to get the uh, episode out on time in a timely manner. Time, time, time. Keep slipping into the future, says my man Steve Miller. Uh, who was in town last night? Steve Miller was in town last night oh, at the boy. YouTube Theater. Hmm. Um, I was to buy tickets for that until I realized I already had tickets for A.J. Croce. So, uh, same night. Oh. Uh, now, here's the weird part about that. A.J. Croce's current drummer was Steve Miller's drummer for about 25 years. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I saw, I got to enjoy the, the <laughs> cool drum beats of Steve Miller's. Uh, Best of both worlds. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I went to the Troubadour last night to see A.J. Croce do his Croce Does Croce um, show, where he also does a lot of uh, stuff. Uh, he does 90 minutes, and he does... Um, uh, this particular uh, leg of the tour, it's not its not yet the 50th anniversary of um, I've Got a Name, which, which I believe is what he's doing starting at, uh, in October. Uh, this is still a, kind of a mix of A.J. Croce solo, some covers, and then some of his father's work, mm-hmm. uh, which, of course, he avoided for years. He did not want to do that. He wanted to be known as his own person. Mm-hmm. Um And I uh, was at the Troubadour, and I got there about uh, uh, Doors at 8, show at 9, uh, I got there at, uh, I can tell you exactly, the, the uh, road manager was telling the door, uh, we're 19 minutes to start, guys. So I got there at uh, 841. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then he says to the door guy, and uh, and the door guy, I'm guessing is still at home trying to figure out what this joke means. <laughs> uh, he said to the door guy, I thought I told you no white people. <laughs> because it's nothing but white people. It's a good joke. It's a great joke. Love it. And the door guy just kind of stared at him. Yeah. I laughed, so the man knew that somebody enjoyed his joke. Uh, but I think about, th- I, I don't know what the troop holds, but it was jammed. Uh-huh. Uh, this was the, uh, he was there because his father performed there. You know, his father uh, died 50 years ago. Uh, this, this week. Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. I saw that. And, uh, and then, uh, there's some sort of anniversary with him at the Troubadour, which is why he was at the Troubadour, mm. which is a smaller venue than what he's been playing on this current uh, current tour. And when he comes back here, he'll be at the Orpheum. Um, and it was wonderful. It was fantastic. Oh, uh, I like his solo stuff as well. It's very uh, Dr. John, uh, Leon Russell, sort of uh, 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 Billy Preston piano, New Orleans kind of mm-hmm. uh, Ray Charlesy. Okay. And um, it's... Um, 
That's good. He tells he told funny stories in between the songs, and uh, you know, if it was one of his fathers, he would tell a story about you know he was just I think he was two or something when his dad died. He Jeez. you know he never really knew him right. Uh, and then he pointed out, and this is the part that's fascinating to me, that he said, you know, my father was a successful uh, a, a recording artist for 18 months. Wow. Like, so all that music came from a year and a half. Yeah. And that is amazing. That's incredible. But by the way, I, I, I did not get home and check that math. Right. But if that's true, holy shit. Yeah. That's, right? that's that, crazy business. That's crazy business because it's like, Jim Croce, first of all, considered one of the greatest singer-songwriters of all time. And, and ask anybody nobody doesn't know bad badly Roy brown mm-hmm. you know what i mean uh nobody doesn't know operator you know i mean uh, if you want to go you know get away from that time in a bottle time in a bottle yeah. um i have to admit i don't know operator oh sure you do <laughs> operator <laughs> oh, will you help, help me place, place this call you see the number on the match book is old and faded we're doing it way too fast by the way time yeah. in a bottle that's that's my uh, so here's here's uh, here's my two takes. So first of all, uh, of course, uh, uh, again, just a sea of white, and uh, <laughs> uh, except for the one black woman on stage who was his. Uh, uh, I, I apologize. There were uh, the woman on stage who's one of the backup singers, and then there was a black gentleman who I saw as we were leaving, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I immediately said, "Sir, where are you heading? <laughs> you you clearly in the wrong spot." Um, it was. Uh, so he does, you know, he comes out, he does, don't, opens with Don't Mess Around with Jim, which I believe you do know that song. Yes, I do. Uh, so Operator is a slow, you know, sad fucking song about, mm-hmm. it's it's a guy whose girlfriend left him for his uh, best old ex-friend, Ray. Mm-hmm. And so they now live in Los Angeles, these two people, in the, in the song, they now live in Los Angeles. He's calling them to tell him he's doing okay. Right. And then eventually by the end of the sto- song, he tells the Operator, Forget it. I I, I don't want to do this. I'm too busy crying. Basically, yeah, is how yeah. the song ends. Right. Let them live their lives. I'll I'll deal with it. So it's a really sad song. I in front of me was a small uh, on the arm of somebody else a uh, a small Asian woman who had the most inappropriate response to that song. He goes, uh, here's one. You know, uh, and he, kind of, he talks by the way, like Mitch Hedberg. Oh. In between songs, wow. you think you're you think you're about to get a Mitch Hedberg type joke. <laughs> so he kind of talks like that, and he goes. So anyway, so here's, so here's another one of my dads, and then he goes into the you know the beginning of of operator, which is guitar. This girl starts jumping up and down, like she's at a Duran Duran concert, <laughs> and then for the entire song of operator again, which is a heart wrenching sad song. Mm-hmm. The only best way to describe it is she danced as if she was hearing uh, Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. <laughs> huh. Which, first of all, you don't dance to operator. Operator's not a dance. If right. anything, it's a slow dance at a at a, uh, at a school gymnasium mm-hmm. at best. Right. You don't, you don't fast dance. She, it hell? was the weirdest. Re- it was the weird. I've never. It was the most inappropriate reaction to a song I've ever seen in my life. Like even if you're not listening to the lyrics, the 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 slowness of the song would discourage you. Would from discourage you from from, yeah. from that type of uh, of movement. It was the cra- like. I was like in my head. I'm going. Is she? Does she have an, iP- an iPad on? Like is she listening to something else? Because <laughs> oh, she, maybe she didn't. She certainly can't be listening concert, to this. Yeah. Um, but then uh, when it was over, she turned to her husband uh, or our date or whatever and uh, hugged him and kissed him, on, kissed him on the cheek so lovingly like she came to hear that song. Wow. And again, her dancing completely inappropriate for the song. Yeah. But and she by the way, she didn't check out for the rest of the show, but it was clear she was thrilled that that song was played. 
How old was this woman, roughly, do you think? 30? Older? 45. Okay. 45. I would say the bulk of the people there were between 45 and um, 100. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, like you said, if Jim Croce died 50 years ago, then obviously people can discover his music whenever they want. But the, the bulk of the people who would care about this have to be in their 50s, 60s, 70s. Oh, I, yeah. uh, my dad is 80, yeah. and I learned of Jim Croce through my dad's record collection. Yeah. So, um, you know, but again, I think it speaks to Bad Badly Ray Brown and songs like that of being, you know, it's almost like when, it, and so, by the way, there were no hipsters here. There, it wasn't that vibe. But sometimes when you go see Barry Manilow, they're all there to hear Copacabana, mm-hmm. and they don't give a shit about anything else that's happening. Uh, that wasn't happening here, but maybe some people did say, oh, that's the guy that does, you know, that's the son of the guy that does Bad Valley Ray Brown. Mm-hmm. I think there may also be, you know, he's got a successful recording career of his own. There may yeah. have been some A.J. Croce fans there right. as well. Um, and I don't know if I've ever said it on the show, uh, A.J. Croce and I, I met A.J. Croce um, 30 years ago. Whoa. Wait, 25, 1996. What would that be? 27 years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 27 years ago. Uh, I was at the Reno Improv, which was in some hotel and in the lounge was aj croce whoa and so yeah. uh, he and i chit-chatted between shows like his his break happened right in between a friday between two shows mm-hmm. and he's like well, yeah you're over at the comedy and we just chit-chatted and you know it it's one of those things where it's like i'm excited to meet aj croce even at the time because uh, you know he was just a starting out artist mm-hmm. um but you, you know it's like oh i'm meeting i'm meeting jim croce's son and then you walk away and go Okay, I met Jim Croce's son. <laughs> you know, I remember like when, when Danny Harrison was a guest on Conan, the Beatles fanatics were all sucking his dick. They all mm-hmm. were going bananas to meet Danny Harrison. And the whole time I'm just thinking, like, you know that's not George, right? I mean, you're meeting yeah. his son, who's a talented musician in his own right. right. But you're not, you're not fawning over him because you like Danny's music. And if you are, you're lying. Yeah. Uh, you're doing it because it's George Harrison's son. And you're get, that's as close to a Beatles you're going to get until Ringo showed up, you know, three months later. Right. But... Uh, but I did kind of feel that way with AJ Croce because growing up with my father listening to Jim Croce so much, meeting AJ, uh, again, for, for the five minutes we were talking was neat. And then it, then it was like, okay, well, I just met a guy. Yeah. I met a musician who was very entertaining to to watch and sing. Right. But at the end of the day, like, yes, he's, his father is amazingly famous. And yes, I have a gazillion of his albums or all the albums that I could possibly have of Jim Croce. Um, Let me ask you but, this. Is he... Uh, uh, Julian Lennon-esque in his sounding like his dad or is he no. got his own voice? No, he's got his own oh, voice. That's cool. Nice. Uh, I think that's better, isn't it? I think it is better um, and I think once you get past that, like when he did the first song, it's like, oh, he doesn't sound like Jim. He sounds like himself. Okay. I'm not seeing a tribute band. Right, I'm right. seeing a guy do his father's songs. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I, I honestly always felt bad for Julian because he had his own career as a singer but you couldn't not think of it. His, his voice just sounded like John Lennon's voice. And so it was hard to, it was hard to escape that. I mean, even he would have been in his shadow anyway, but even more but so even more. because he couldn't make a song without people going, Oh, so much like his father. And as we talked about in this show before, Julian was only four years after his father died, even though it seemed like an eternity, right? It seemed like centuries it, went by, especially to me. Cause I was young. Yeah. So like, I barely remember John. I mean, I don't think I really do remember John Lennon's death because like I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have known. I mean, I knew those songs, but I wouldn't have understood. You would have been what, six? Six, yeah. No, right? Your parents may have been. So it, it seemed, in my experience, it just seemed like 
the Beatles were ancient history right. and his death. It was like this was just a guy who lived and, and died before I was even aware of his existence, basically. Well, I mean, you know, the, the it, it was pre-internet, too, you know, yeah. of course, obviously. But so 1980 to 1984 did seem like it hurt because we weren't in touch with every fucking thing going on in the world. <laughs> right, right. Uh, we were also dealing with Ronald Reagan and his trickle down horse shit. <laughs> uh, but um, I will, the last thing I'll say about the, the A.J. Croce show was um, he... You know, he, he now I'm going to be at the Orpheum doing the, the doing the full show with, um, you know, videos and sides. But uh, the encore was time in a bottle. And he said, so I'm going to let my dad introduce this. So then they go to a, a short film of Jim. And I'd seen this footage before on the Internet. Uh, but Jim is walking and, and playing with him with AJ as a kid. Wow. And then says and then goes, you know, so this, so I wrote this song for my son. And then so the first verse is I'm getting tearing up. Just think about it. The first verse is Jim singing it on the video. Right. And then the second, oh, God damn it. Jesus. The second verse was then AJ s- takes over. Yeah. And I, I look at me. I mean, I, this is this was me. I, I, I lost it last night. Yeah, like, I believe it. I did not expect to. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I've go to shows where I'm like, at some point, I'm going to cry. Mm-hmm. I did not expect that last night. And so like when the way that he handled that and then it, the way it hit, I just was like, son of a bitch. And then, you know, you think about you know, your dad, you, you know, you think about being a dad, mm-hmm. you think about, you know, a, a time, if I could just keep this fucking time, like all of it is so yeah. poignant. Like it just, man, it hit me. And, wow. uh, uh, and then I get, then I ran to my car to see if I didn't get a ticket. So, so <laughs> it was, um, uh, my, my, my thing had exactly, um, I, I, I parked at, um, 835 mm-hmm. and it was a six minute walk to, to the venue uh but i found a parking spot on the street and like mm-hmm. shit great i'm not i'm gonna save 20 bucks here right so but it was a two-hour machine yeah and so meter. it's like you know what I'll, I'll roll the dice if i get out of here at 10 and i get a ticket so be it uh but i i'll, I'll take the chance uh and so the he, the show oh that was the other thing i heard the pre guy say the uh, the stage manager guy say uh wrote a manager uh uh and it's 90 minutes. He told the guys, we're, yeah. we're going to start in 19 minutes and it's 90 minutes. And there's no and opener. There's no opener. Wow. Which, by the way, let's go. Right. Love right. that. This was the best. <laughs> this is like the thing that Greg Barron yeah. has dreamed about. <laughs> uh, Except it would have been starting at let, six. Let's bump it down. Yeah. Let's bump it down. <laughs> Nine o'clock, still a little late. Yeah. Uh, eight o'clock would have been ideal. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still, I was home by 10. It's crazy. So, but I did the, the meter because of the you know it ended at 9:30 and then it's like I'm going to run there to make sure that mm-hmm. you know 9:36 doesn't happen and I'm getting a ticket yeah. so uh so my my tears were quickly dried by me <laughs> running to my uh to my car yeah uh and the troopers that's a you know I performed there with Conan mm-hmm. uh but that's a weird small venue that's a weird yeah. Uh, if, you, if it's a band you like, I mean, I've only seen one band there. And it who'd was, you see? I saw Rage Against the Machine. In that, in that that's venue. too small for them. It was yeah. fucking incredible, though, because just like containing that amount of energy in a, in that space, it was. And it, this was not like they were famous at this point. It wasn't like before they were. Big. Right. Uh, it was. I might have told the story on, on the show before, but I was I used to drive. Uh, I used to live in West Hollywood and drive down Santa Monica Boulevard to go pick scripts up at the office where I, you know, I would, I was a reader. And so I was driving by it as the radio, like I was listening to K rock and they were like, oh, right, you literally was just like, uh, 
hey, we're doing a surprise show, Rage Against the Machine at the Troubadour tonight. Like, head over to the venue to get your wristband. And I literally was, I was, as they were saying the Troubadour, I was at the Troubadour and I looked over and there were, there was no one there yet because they just just said said it. it. And I was like, and I was like, boom, got my wristband. I'm like, I'm in. (laughs) This is fucking incredible. That is, that's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. And I do, and I do like Rage Against the Machine. It wasn't just like, I probably, I don't know if it had been a band that I was a little like, eh, like if it had been Silverchair. Karen's favorite band. Karen loves Silverchair. Yeah, you can't shut the fuck up about them. I know, but stop talking about it, man. Constantly. It is, you know. I guess I would have still done it, is my point, though. Because, like, how do you not? The kismet of that is. I would have. I I don't care for Rage Against the Machine. I do like Tom Morello uh, as a guitarist, but that's not my bag. But make no mistake, I would have been at that show, too. Like, I'm right here. And this was like, I want to say. Battle of Los Angeles might have been the album that had just come out. Um, so their third, maybe their third record, uh, somewhere around there. And so it was, it was still like, that's what I love. I love when a band is at that point where if you like what they've done, they're still going to play most of that. Right. It's, they're not like 12 albums in and you might not get any yeah, of the yeah, early, yeah. early or mid stuff. You're just like, I hope they play one song. I like, this was like all the good stuff. And it was, yeah, but that, yeah, it is a weird it seems like the kind of space that would only be bands that are sort of up and coming because. Well, but a lot of bands like to, to your point about Rage Against the Machine and, you know, Carol King and James Taylor and, the, and that ilk because they're Laurel Canyon acts. Yeah. They all kind of got their start there. Right. And so they will occasionally then on their 60th anniversary go, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to do a show at the Troubadour for, uh, you, you know, uh, an anniversary show. Right. And then, you know, there's 400 again, white people jammed yeah. into that room. Uh, and uh, somebody else was just at the Troubadour like a. It wasn't Aerosmith, but something like that. Like, mm. oh, and we're going to kick our show off at the Troub because that's where we started. Wow, yeah. But who was it? it was, fuck, was it Aerosmith? I don't know. Somebody just, within, in 2023, somebody did it. And I, it was like. I'd love to know, yeah. Uh, I saw Mondo Dio there. You familiar with Mondo Dio? Nope. And I saw Jet there. Remember the band Jet? Yeah, I do remember Jet. They were good. Uh, they were good. They were they were uh, the, the, another attempt at, like like Greta Van Fleet, hey, Rock's back. Yeah. Right. They're, Rock's they're, not dead. I just remember them. Like each song was like, "This is our ACDC song. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is our Aerosmith song." Like they they were, they had the ability to sound almost exactly like a classic band, which is and rude. they would kind of shuffle through it. And it's like, why not? That's cool. Like yeah. it maybe limited them a little bit in terms of like success because people maybe perceived them to not be original, but or it, like find your voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but okay. So my question with those things, and and <laughs> this also applies to the show you saw last night. Do they put chairs in there for that kind of thing? No. No, it's so like when if you're going to the 60th anniversary of, you know, Carol King, yeah, or Jackson Brown, you're standing, you're standing like the people who love Jackson Brown have to stand. Yeah. And that's ridiculous. It is. um, You know, look, you're you're slightly taller than me. Mm -hmm. And by that, I mean, you're taller than me Mm -hmm. by by five inches, five inches, five, eight. All right. So you're I guess you're close to five inches taller than me Mm -hmm. as I continue to shrink. But Uh, I'm also shrinking. So. All right, so let's say you're four inches taller than me. Okay. So, uh, but in, in, in further story, you are only slightly taller yeah, than yeah, me yeah. in that if a 5'10 guy decides to stand in front of you, you're blocked. Yes. Mm. And um, if a 5'8 guy stands in front of me, I'm blocked. You're blocked, That's right. the problem with height. Yeah, I mean, you're just... Uh, <laughs> and then add to it, and, and AJ made... I, I don't know how many passive-aggressive uh, comments he had to make last night. Of, Put your fucking phones away. Mm-hmm. Like be in the moment mm-hmm. because not only is you got like in my case, you know, five, five's going to block me. It's five, five within a phone above that head. Yeah. So that's yeah. another three inches of blockage. Yeah. So I, now I'm watching the concert through that guy's phone. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but uh, so that kept so I had to keep moving to find a spot and I finally found a great spot and then a guy who I literally thought was Richard Blade for for a moment because mm-hmm. you know Richard Blade is tall and has a surfer body he's very you know yeah. very lanky uh, but fit mm-hmm. and the guy next to me like all of a sudden I felt like an eclipse come up to me like, like and he was Conan, taller than Conan O'Brien wow like this guy uh, was a giant and then because he's a giant he doesn't realize that five foot four Jimmy Pardo's next to him so he, I got iced I, I, I got I got uh, shivved from my spot because he just Damn kept it. on taking up space. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, and I was like, well, I'm not going to get in a fight at a, a at a crochet show. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm losing that fight. Yeah, um, that does suck though when you're standing in a crowd like that and there's no designated spots. It's very much like a you're you're all kind of one big organism but everyone just kind of shifting around you can't really stay in your spot what's a good spot for one second becomes a bad spot when someone just that's le- it they just lean the over. people to in front of you someone leans to the left and you're like yeah. well now i'm fucked boy what I, I, you know, I, I seats would have been welcomed uh, obviously less people can fit in if there's seats yeah uh, up in the balcony there's kind of like these weird pews oh so they have uh, but oh, that's cool that accommodates maybe 75 people maybe mm-hmm. that number might even be high yeah. um but uh the guy in front of me to your point was uh an older gentleman with a cane and then he decided to use that cane as uh, a prop uh to make his friends laugh oh, uh, but this is like and i was like at first i was like your reaction was exactly my reaction <laughs> but then i was like wouldn't you at 70 be that guy with the cane? like if you're because he was a 70 maybe even 80 right. had a cane yeah and he was just trying to have fun and know. step to the side chaplain we don't need to see this shit <laughs> i don't disagree with that right let's go we're here this for is, crochet yeah we're not here to watch your fucking right. shenanigans come on tripod move, move your ass uh but the guy with him was my height mm-hmm. uh, and i swear to god it, it's the this is the weirdest doppelganger i've ever seen in my life uh this guy looked exactly like kyle mooney <laughs> He looked huh. maybe it was him. like a like a fifty five uh, uh, year old oh, okay. He's Kyle Mooney, an older man. Because Matt, to your, uh, I, I was like, is th- he had the same like who would have? Why would two people have that hair? <laughs> well, you see people with long curly hair at five know. five. Like it just you know, yeah, and, yeah. and with that receding hairline, mm-hmm. like uh, the, the, it, it, I. When I saw the guy join, I'm like, holy fuck, Kyle Mooney's here. And then I was like, oh, no, that guy's older than Kyle Mooney. Is it older than Kyle Mooney? I think that might be Kyle Mooney. And then it finally, you know, he, he clearly wasn't. Was it his dad, his uncle? That, like, right? I mean, he looked, like, the whole time I'm going, that's the weirdest lookalike. Like, yeah. this guy walks around everywhere he goes. Go, Are you the guy from, no, you're not? Okay, very good. <laughs> um he also, the guy, uh, he was uh, very into the music. He applauded all the solos. Uh, he was there. To, he and Kane guy were uh, very uh, supportive of, of what they were saying. I mean, a guy with an old guy with a cane is what I would expect at a, a yeah. Croce show. Um, from what you're, everything you're telling me. Yeah. It. Uh, Although I don't know what his own. What, how old is is AJ Croce? I would say if I had a guy. Well, let's see. Jim died fifty years ago. Okay, so he was. So he's fifty-two. 52? Yeah. yeah let's say this. Let's say he's fifty. If he was two, by the way, two was my guess. 53. Mm-hmm. Gary, what do we got for A.J. Croce? He is 51. Uh-oh. Okay. Although he turns 52 in six days. Happy birthday. Oh. Yeah. So he wasn't even two when his dad died. Yeah. So he doesn't. Just shy too. He just knows from the mother, Ingrid, mm. who used to have a uh, a bar in San Diego called Croce's. Yeah. Then my father and I went there and had a little bit of lunch there one day uh, in honor. And I 
I think we both left with t-shirts. I think we both bought nice. a souvenir. Yeah, my dad was huge into him, man. Huge. And here's the thing. You know, he was, uh, uh, Jim Croce was 37 when he died. How old was Jim Croce when he died? Um... This is Crouchy Talk, by the way. <laughs> Crouch Talk. He was 30. All right, so he's 30 years old. Wow. AJ at 51, almost 52. Is that, what we, is that how old he is? Yep. Uh, looks younger than Jim did when he died. <laughs> oh, Jim, Jim looked ancient. Yeah. Jim looked 55 years old. He'd done a lot. Because before his own thing, didn't wasn't he in a duet or something? I remember, With remember his wife. That? Yeah. Yeah. So so he had, he had been on the road a bunch. Yeah. And then he, uh, and then he, uh, then he got uh, a little more famous, and he took a plane. Big mistake. All rock stars should stop taking planes. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. When you were saying <laughs> that thing about he was, he was only like successful for eighteen months. I mean, that's kind of like the like Richie Valens situation too. Although that might have even been less time. But like, I always feel like Buddy Holly. And forget the Big Bopper. We know he's a fucking clown. But <laughs> like, <laughs> isn't he the most talented of them all? Like, is, is the Big Bopper? Isn't he like? Oh, he was, he was a DJ. He was a DJ no, slash I producer. I, have no I, idea. I think. I just know Maybe that the most successful of them all. In a no, way. no, I don't think he's the most successful. No. I, I think like behind the scenes, that guy. Maybe, oh, okay. maybe. But it, that I, said, I'm with you. He's a clown. I just feel like, you know, Buddy Holly and Richie Valens, I think if they had not died, then that you would have been, they would have been touring. You would have been hearing their music and, and you would have seen them out in the world for the next 50 years. Like, would we? I think so. I don't know. You never know. Really. You never know. Or would it be one of those things where Buddy Holly's on one of those shows with the grassroots and the yeah. and the uh, turtles? Is, is he one of those, or is he, you know, uh, Tom Jones, where he's right. able to do, you know, fill the Greek? I I mean, he just seemed like a guy who had like just from the what he was what he put out in such a short amount of time, he just seemed like a guy who was like bursting with creative yeah, energy, and I like agree. he would have continued to make music maybe it wouldn't have been hugely successful but i i don't think he would have been one of those bill haley guys who was just like frozen in the moment of yeah i don't think so either i agree with you on, on both of those guys but uh we'll never know no, no. we'll never know never we'll never know. someone should write a song about that was that someone should write a song about that it's <laughs> sort of a bummer that those guys died yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like a lot of really good music just died that day just right? died yeah. yeah that was the day yeah i guess you could say I, that that was the time that our uh, music passed away. You all right? <laughs> I was just going to say, I, I, I kind of, does anybody want pie? Uh, what what, oh, what nationality? Oh. <laughs> what nationality? <laughs> I mean, I guess like, like an apple or a peach. That's not what I asked. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, you know, American. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. For American. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, I think that's, isn't that the day the quarterback tried to make the forward pass? I believe that's that day, and he couldn't yeah. uh, he couldn't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, that's a real shame. And yeah. then uh, it's really weird, because I heard that story where yeah. the, I think the marching band what took happened? the field, like, too soon. Uh, uh, I believe they refused to yield, sir. Oh, that's very good. To the, Yes, very good. That's yes. a good point. I believe the marching band <laughs> refused to yield. Sounds like you guys yield. maybe read two different sources on this story. Well, you know, I'm a little <laughs> confused, because when, uh, when I was in college, uh, the Stanford marching band uh, played some games with some football football games, and so maybe I'm mixing up two different mm. things. That's very possible. Yeah. What? Stanford marching band did some, did some shenanigans in some uh, college football games that uh, interfered with scoring. Oh, yeah. they did? Yeah. You went to Stanford? No, I went to UCLA. Yeah, you went to UCLA. But it was like I when I was in college and a little bit before because my dad went to UCLA and he liked all the sports. I was aware of college sports until basically I stopped hanging out with my dad regularly. 
Wait, so what do you mean? They they messed with the scoreboard? Or? No, no, no. They, um, the game wasn't technically over yet, but the marching band took the field anyway. Oh. And it fucked up the, the end, but they went ahead and, I guess, let Stanford win or something. Jesus. You know, that always, we, that always, I'm not a football guy, mm-hmm. as we know. In 17 years of the show, people know I don't watch football. But the very few games that I do watch, I, I always find it bizarre that I, I recognize, you know, if it's Matt against Elliot, I recognize Matt has won, and there's no p- possible way for Elliot to win. I find it weird then that everybody just walks on the field, even though there's a minute left in the game. Like, yeah, yeah. it's like, but it's not, it's, it's not over yet. It's yeah. not over respect, yet. Respect the guidelines. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Let's let's allow the time to run out. Yes, and then walk out of the field. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's weird. Like the guy with the Gatorade thing just walking around. Like people yeah. are picking up towel like it's over. Yeah. It's, it, it's one of those things that about sports and I think American sports especially where it there's so many rules in football and it's so like, I, I feel like you have to really apply yourself to understand everything that's happening because people who don't like come from other countries they're just like baffled by it the way i'm baffled by cricket i guess yeah okay. but uh one of the things is like when the play clock is like when the game clock is less time left than the play clock you can just snap the ball take a knee and then it's like right. well it's over because this will not but but it, but it's 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 like you you created a game that's based on time Mm -hmm. and you are supposed to play until the time runs out. Mm -hmm. And everybody who loves that sport makes fun of soccer because they're like, I don't understand you play. And then, and then they just add time. What are you talking about? Like, Oh really? You don't understand guy who walks on the field when there's 20 seconds left. Yeah. Like you don't fucking respect time either. Why the fuck are you mad at these guys? Does, does anybody really know what time it is? Not really. That song's not about time. You assholes. Uh, about the band, the time. Uh, yeah, it's about Morris Day. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, Robert La- Robert Lamb knew all about Morris Day uh, back in the uh, he was late way 60s. ahead of the curve. Yeah, it's like there's going to be a guy <laughs> who's going to be uh, maybe somewhat talented, but kind of not really do much with it. <laughs> yeah, right. Except for looking in a mirror. I know he loved looking in a mirror. Yeah, he did. Maybe that's that's why he didn't. That's why he's more successful. He's like it's like a Greek myth. He couldn't stop staring at his oh, reflection, yeah. oh. and he missed all of his gigs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, there's a uh, there's a print store in the. Uh, Delta, and maybe in the other uh, terminals as well, but mm-hmm. in the Delta terminal at uh, uh, MSP, uh, Minneapolis, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Oh. I flew from Indianapolis to Minneapolis, Minneapolis home, and then uh, it's a lot of Appalaches. A lot of Appalaches, right? <laughs> uh, and then I, I talked to a buddy who lives in Annapolis. Oh, cool. And then, um, uh, but I went into that print store. It's like you know what? I don't know. I, I, I can use a refresh on my Prince T-shirts. <laughs> and um, you know they sell the one at Target. Is it a little bittersweet for you knowing your history with Prince T-shirts? Yeah, it's a little rough. That, that I, my trunk once had hundreds of them in them. Yeah. You look at the label you got a and lifetime says, supply, and you blew it. I blew it because of Big Johnny. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the prices are banana times. Oh, really? Banana yeah. times. Uh, in fact, I te- Jared uh, from the Comedy Attic said, "Oh, there's a print store there. You, you should go in it." And so I had time to kill, so I took a photograph of it, and he and he texted, "Did you buy a hundred forty five dollar t shirt?" Oh my god! <laughs> uh, the t- they weren't, of course, they're not. Some were because they were, you know, rhinestoned or oh, yeah. you know, um, bedazzled. Right. Because uh, that, that's expensive. That plastic. Right. <laughs> so why does that make it thirty dollars more? I mean, well, maybe someone did it by hand, I guess. Yeah. But still, even well, the machine. If it's some of machine. them didn't look Etsy ish. Like oh, some okay. did look like. They're, you know, if they open up the door, there's a guy back there, a guy, a, you know, a grandmother back there doing it. Right. Uh, a child. Uh, <laughs> but I had a nice conversation with the uh, with the uh, the uh, woman there who uh, uh, she saw my backpack and I have a Zappa for president backpack uh, uh, pin on my mm-hmm. backpack that I got from uh, when I did Rock Tales uh, mm-hmm. over at the Zappa Studios. And uh, 
that is on my uh, my thing. And she said, oh, I see your Zappa thing. Uh, I saw him five times. Wow. And then this person and I, uh, we spoke uh, for minimum 10 minutes wow. about Frank Zappa. Incredible. And it was really, cool. I mean, it was one of those things where like, uh, I w- I've been up since four in the morning and mm-hmm. so I'm still exhausted mm-hmm. and I really don't want to be talking to anybody right now. Uh, but, but the stores do good. Yeah, it was too good. <laughs> you can't, and, can't pass it up. Uh, so she was, uh, it was really cool. That's cool. Uh, hearing her speak about uh, seeing Frank uh, back in the day and, uh, and then seeing the transition of uh, while Frank was trying not to sell out because of Valley Girl, it was clear maybe a little bit he was selling out, even mm-hmm. though he was telling you he wasn't selling out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was this person's take on it. Um, and uh, uh, I apologize, I just got a text message from our guest mm-hmm. um, who uh, may or may not be uh, a little tardy, All right. okay. uh, but not by much. Uh, fine. Yeah. Whatever. It's all going to be fine. Easy peasy. It's all going to be fine. Right? It's all going to be great. Here on a Friday. Friday, never mm-hmm. not funny record. Yeah. yeah. Going to the weekend. Uh, we usually recap the weekend. Uh, yeah. But this weekend, you're going up to Bakersfield. We're pre-capping the weekend. Right? Yeah. So this is Bakersfield? Yeah, on Pre-gaming Sunday. Pre-gaming the weekend? What are we doing? We're pre-capping. I know, I know, I know what you said. But Are uh, we tailgating it? <laughs> I was just saying, are we going to pre-game the weekend? Uh, I guess all these apply. Yeah, sure. Right? Getting, oh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bailing on your own premise? Yeah. Because yeah. we didn't support it as much as you'd like us to? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it all applies. I think sure. it all, you know, I mean, I mean, as long as, here's the thing. The more we talk about this, the less we hear about Silverchair. <laughs> <laughs> and we know that Garen is champing at the bit. I uh, Speaking of Garen, I'm listening, to, I, I am way behind on my How to Survives mm-hmm. uh, because of baseball and uh, golf. I'm currently watching, by the way, the, uh, by the time this airs, of course, it'll be long over, but the uh, the Solheim Cup, the LPGA's version of the Ryder Cup. Okay. Uh, America versus um, Europe. Okay. And so I've been, I watched from uh, 11P to 3A this morning. Jesus. Uh, I watched the first. They're in Europe? They're in Europe. So What's I watched the, uh, the morning rounds from there. I have yet to watch the afternoon round from, I guess, today. Mm-hmm. And I will watch that when I get home, or at some point I'll watch that, because then at 11 o'clock again tonight starts tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, it's luckily the world doesn't really speak about the LPGA. <laughs> so, so there's no spoilers. In- there's no, but but yeah. sure enough, I know that at some point I'm going to read something and it's going to yeah. really ruin my four hours of viewing. Right. Uh, but so far, so it's just great so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm way behind on how to survive. And then the most recent one is a um, they uh, their guest, uh, canceled uh, at the last minute because mm-hmm. of, I believe, a uh, an illness of some sort. And so it's just them, how to survive without a guest. Uh, and then uh, also, I believe, um, a drug, a drug bust, how yeah. to survive a drug bust. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Danielle asks Garen to look up who's the youngest. Uh, she said, I believe the youngest person and uh, little, the, the youngest child on Little House on the Prairie is Gracie. Is that true? Garen, please look it up. And then Garen muddies muddles through the internet and then and in my head i'm like oh christ it even happens on this show and then chris goes maybe nnf is right about gary <laughs> um he had a, a little trouble uh, uh locating uh that information because mm-hmm. uh, in fairness to garen uh, there's i guess apparently way too much because there's the real ingles Right. And then oh, the yeah. television the angles. So uh, was she asking about the show or about the real? She was asking about the program. Yeah. Yeah. The the show. And that was right. Right. The the, the youngest daughter was Grace. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you want to see terrible, terrible child, child acting, go back to that. Oh, is that right? Yeah. That girl was 
atrocious. And th- and that's a show that had. I know I'm, I'm that, talking. That woman might listen to our show. I don't show. care. She knows what she did. Like if she watches it, maybe she got better when she got older. But like you know, now we're kind of used to kids. They don't they don't cast kids that aren't good. And kids are they they've figured out how to like, teach yeah, kids. I guess I don't know. You're not wrong. Like there you could you could see an average kid performance, but you never see a, like you shouldn't be on camera. No, you don't. And you saw that a lot back in the day. Yeah, you did. And that was this girl. And again, she's next to uh, uh, Melissa Gilbert, who's great, right? And everyone else is great on that show. I think um, so. It just stood out. You know, <laughs> she was five, so it's not. Is that that's not Allison Holgram? Is that is that who it is? I have no idea. Allison, if that if that actress be- became somebody that we knew, I would be shocked. But Allison Arngrim? is that who it is? She's Nelly. Oh, thank Christ! <laughs> this was a set of. Oh, she made, oh no, Nelly. She actually made listen to our program. She's she was great too. She was kind of the villain. Yeah. You know, in, oh yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In the in the world of that, she was the, a, the, kind the, of a bully. The blonde with the Shirley Temple. Yeah, and, and her parents owned the general store, so she was rich, I guess. She yeah. she did a lot of the Jay Keith stuff at Acme. She okay. would be on those mm-hmm. panels and. 100%. Uh, did the uh, might have done Saturday Night Live over there at Acme like I did or what, what was that called? Uh, well, it was either Acme Saturday Night. That or was it, Acme Saturday Night. Uh, Saturday she night. may have done that. Like, and so there's a like she she's kind of in our comedy world, but mm. not not the UCB Largo scene. Yeah, but around it. So there's a chance she listens. Well, that little girl. I mean, I hope to gosh that little girl doesn't uh, listen. Uh, the hope. way you just tore her apart. Well, let, let's find out. She her was name. just a child. I she know, says. But... Well, it was played by. Wendy and Brenda Turnbaugh. So twins. Yeah. Twins. That's why there's no consistency. That's yeah. sometimes it was great, sometimes it was terrible. You <laughs> right. decide which one was which. It's great that we, how do we get rid of the younger the, yeah. Oh, they're not twin they're not younger, you dummy. So <laughs> uh well that those people haven't go, th- those girls didn't go on to continue acting, right? No, they have no Wikipedia presence. <laughs> what about IMDB if you went to that page and yeah. then did they ever did they ever work again? Garen's allergic to using IMDb. He really well, hates it. You know what? Every time I look at IMDb, I get inundated with messages. Why are you using IMD? It's terrible. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, uh, but, so, then, but then you'll, the get, way, the, you'll get the other way around. You don't around have to too. tell anyone what you're doing. That's fair. <laughs> That's right. I, if, I, in fairness to Garen, IMDb sucks. They keep, they it keep used to be the best thing. Yeah. Used and to now, be streamlined, and you got you would go. I want to know who played this person on NYPD Blue. NYPD Blue yeah. cast. Done. Yeah. Now it's like I got to look at at, at uh, movie posters. Yeah. Um, I got to see the who produced that episode before I see, like it's it's a not, fucking mess. Not great. They did not do anything else. Neither one of them. Now good luck. The to industry them. has spoken. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Wendy did something called the Hour of Power TV series as, her, as herself. Well, that's a religious program. Yeah, that's a re- yeah, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's where you learn about our Lord Jesus Christ for sixty minutes. Mm-hmm. That's the that Garen's re- reaction to that is the same reaction that I used to have to the Seven Hundred Club, thinking, "What? You know, why? I, why do you want to get up at seven a.m. to watch anything? I don't understand. It seems stupid. People like to get up early for well, the Lord, sir. Old people wake up early, mm-hmm. and that's. But as a kid, who it's for, right? People yeah. who can't get get to the church. Yeah, mass for shut-ins, as my, we used to call right. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, uh, I'm just, I just, it, it didn't occur to me that seven hundred was the time. When I was a kid, I got to be honest with you. I, I didn't know that until I this never very thought moment. about that either. Yeah. Are we sure that's what that is? I'm pretty sure. Or is it 700 souls get into heaven? I, I thought it was. Which, by the way, is something I just made up. <laughs> I like it. I, I, I do think, like it. I never, some... I never actually thought about what it meant. I just accepted it as a thing. I think I, I think I always got it mixed up with the what's the Forbes 
list of oh the Forbes top two hundred or one hundred or yeah whatever. whatever their list is. You got that? Oh, the the seven hundred club. You thought that could be a, yeah, just rich people. It's the, the seven hundred <laughs> most religious people. I like come the idea. Of it. There should they be like a ranking them. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if all these years it was the seven o'clock club and we've all called we've it all called it something wrong and and they just never corrected us because we were talking about <laughs> it. It was just no. a punctuation error that they never fixed on the screen. So what it is it, to keep the station on the air? W Y A H produced a special telethon edition of the show. For the telethon, Robertson set a goal of 700 members each contributing $10 per month, equivalent to $97 in 2022, which was enough to support the station. Robertson referred to these members as the 700 Club, oh. and the name stuck. All right, that makes sense. Uh, two things, by the way, and that, that's a great segue into something you're going to hear in a moment. Oh, okay. Uh, but growing up, I, I may have mentioned this before, but growing up, and I will not reveal this person's name. It's not fair because I don't know what they do in their life these days. Uh, I had a friend who, you know, his family would go to Catholic Mass at Our Lady of Loretto Church every Sunday. And if one of the children were sick, they would have to watch Mass on television. Oh, wow. Could you imagine that parent making their child? Oh, you're still going to watch church? What? What? (laughs) I'm sick. The Lord knows I'm sick. <laughs> I he mean, made me sick. He made me. I gotta watch this. I gotta watch this bullshit on a 13 inch television. I mean, I, if you're of the mindset that you have to go every Sunday, I, it doesn't seem crazy that you would have to watch. Yeah, it. I was gonna oh. say the same thing because if if your theory is you have to go to church, otherwise you go to hell. Right. Right. Then, then, then you, you gotta figure out a way to go. Yeah. TV it up. Do something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's that segue I talked about. Just like the 700 Club, we're doing Subtoberfest. Yeah. Except uh, <laughs> where we're trying to get 666 people. Yeah. Uh, to uh, uh, new subscribers, also gifters. If you want to gift people uh, subscriptions, now's the time to do that. Mm. And here's what uh, here's what's happening. Anybody that is a new subscriber or gives a gift of any sort at, at any level gets a mm. pin. Uh-huh. Uh, an Elliot Hochberg design pin, which looks dynamite. I think. Yeah. Thank you, like sir. It. Can't wait to put it in my backpack and talk yeah. to people at the. At an airport about it. It's going to be fun. And, See uh, what Zappa fans think of that. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I also, a guy who sat next to me on the plane, and I, and I gave him no assist. He said, uh, hey, I was looking at your backpack while we were uh, uh, lining up. Uh, uh, I can't make heads or tails out of some of those things. I went, oh, yeah, there's a lot on there, huh? <laughs> Well, because you know where that conversation's going. I do. I, yeah, I have a podcast. I can't. I, and look, here's the thing. Maybe he would be interested in the podcast. Mm. Maybe that's how you get a new listener. But mm. I don't want to have that conversation. I gave a guy on, sitting next to me on the airplane a, a Never Not Funny sticker once. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Did he care? No. All right. He didn't uh, want it. He didn't want it. I, I saw it on the wing as I was uh, <laughs> I picking up my luggage. I realize I'm interrupting the pitch thing, but when I was at the Katie Porter thing, uh, I got into a conversation with a fellow, and... Uh, he asked me what I did, and I said, and he said, oh, what's the name of the podcast? And I did tell him, but as we talked, I was like, I gave him a backup podcast just so that he would have something else, because it didn't seem like we would necessarily Why are you going to give him a backup podcast? Because it didn't seem like he was into a comedy podcast. What did you give him? I gave him Radiolab in addition to ours. Oh. Hmm. What do you mean gave? You mean like I also work on Radiolab? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I just meant like he, he wanted to. Oh, you say that, but it became clear that like he said what he likes in podcasts and what he doesn't, yeah. and everything he said was like, oh, well, we do that. You don't like that. Well, then he knows Radio Lab certainly. He he didn't. So well, then fuck this guy. <laughs> this guy doesn't know podcasts. Uh, this guy's uh, yeah. uh, all right. So here, Subtoberfest yeah. uh, starts uh, October first. Uh, uh, the first, mm-hmm. yes, correct. And if you, again, if you gift somebody uh, a subscription of any level, you get a pin. If you're a new subscriber at any level, you get a pin. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Kennedy Todd. Uh, the shirt company yep. uh, who has uh, sponsored uh, us in the past. I'm, I'm going to pull this up because he's got a uh, a website 
where he sells his shirts. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean by that? And we have raved about these in the past. The shirts, the oh, hoodies. Yeah. They're all they're soft. great. I wear mine all they're, the time. They're, mm-hmm. Somehow they fit right even on my weird yeah. body. Very unique hoodie is like a thinner, lighter weight hoodie than uh, than like. The oh, normal. I love my my hoodie is my favorite hoodie of all time. Me too. It's the perfect weight. Uh, here's where you go. You go to KennedyTodd.com, and if you use code Pardo, you get fifteen percent off. Nice. But what this gentleman is doing is he is uh, providing shirts using the Elliot uh, Hochberg design. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody that uh, gifts sixty dollars or more. Mm-hmm. Of subscription, meaning Which I, is a six I, month, I, uh, uh, yeah, one season a tier one, yeah, or more. Uh, a year of a year of a season of the five dollar, correct? Yes, correct. And yep. then, wh- however, that breaks down. Yeah. If you yeah. if you gift sixty bucks or more, you get a shirt. Or if, if you subscribe at the twenty dollar level, right, mm-hmm. you will get a shirt. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, if you don't have that kind of cash. If you uh, are a new subscriber at the five or ten dollar level, uh, you will be thrown into a uh, raffle, mm-hmm. and uh, there'll be ten T-shirts given away. We'll read those uh, those names off on the air, and you will get a T-shirt. So yep. uh, we thank uh, Kennedy Todd Shirts for doing that. Again, head over there, use code Pardo, get fifteen percent off. Uh, I recommend those hoodies. Yeah, but these T-shirts, I already know. I can't wait to get one because mm-hmm. it's going to be very, very comfortable. Yeah, uh-huh. the shirt quality is amazing, and the logo Elliot design is very cool. Oh, You'll you. see it on the website, but it's a ghost mm-hmm. uh, with the with our logo and incorporated into yeah, it you'll see and uh I'm, to do I'm all this stuff it. yeah you should it's great uh, to do all this stuff you just go to nevernotfunny.com there'll be a big banner on the top of the page great mm-hmm. and that uh, that again is starting october 1st Oktoberfest. our goal is to get to 666 mm-hmm. and uh let's see if we can do it let's yeah. fill that ghost right i was so used to saying fill that pumpkin last year but now we're filling no, the ghost. No, we, gotta, we, we gotta raise that ghost yes. come up, uh, <laughs> what's another word for fill that would be a little more uh, ghosty is there anything? Um, there any... We got a spook. Karen, I said I called you yesterday. The walk into the thor- uh, thesaurus. You got any? Raise that ghost. Well, we, said, we did say raise. We did say then... raise has been uh, is on the table. <laughs> um, I didn't hear it. Get that silver chair out of your ears and think. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the silver? It's coming from. Because you don't shut up about silver chair. <laughs> That's where it's coming from. I you don't, you must. You don't know. You don't even know that you do it. Yeah, it's, it's really crazy. I must be losing it. We should, the next time we before he comes in, the next time I'm going to change that chair out with a silver one. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, anyway, yeah, Septemberfest. Fill the ghost. Uh, we'll think of a better word for it. Maybe or or not. Fill the ghost. Ectoplasm the ghost. Uh, but bust that ghost. Oh, we can oh, bust that ghost. Him. That's our buddy. Are we it, makes you, it makes you feel good. Are we bringing him back, back to life? No, but I will say that there will be, as the ghost fills, the, mm-hmm. as the meter goes up, <laughs> it will reveal the uh, the true artwork. That uh, Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So, well, that's exciting. So let's, uh, let's at least get to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, get, just get above the eyes at least. <laughs> it's all in the eyes acting as isn't it elliot that's what i hear um so uh, uh do that uh again there's the, the various levels of things and pins and t-shirts and stuff to incentives to uh join us and to uh, if you are a free listener we uh, uh uh we certainly do appreciate uh, uh you listening at the free level as well if you can't afford to uh, jump in even at the five dollar level we do appreciate that you listen at the free level uh and support this show by listening in to the ads or clicking on the links. Yeah. And I would suggest uh, that everybody clicks on those links uh, Mm -hmm. for no other reason. It keeps us going. Sure. And B, uh, there's some good offers out there. Yeah. from uh on those things and mm-hmm. uh i would i and i will say this for the last time i also suggest listening to that uh, will anderson podcast that i do willosophy mm-hmm. uh because the uh, the emails continue to pour in on how much people very much enjoyed hearing uh will 
talk about this show in an eloquent uh, way yeah. uh, about how uh, what he enjoys about Never Not Funny, um, and then uh, what, uh, and then it's a very honest and funny conversation that Will and I have about. Uh, comedy and and life and so on and so forth so we'll probably uh, talk about it again when when i listen to it or when elliot or garen listens because we didn't have time yesterday we were like you guys should listen to it and yeah. i was like i will i downloaded it but it's been less than 24 hours <laughs> since that happened so uh, well in, again in fairness we had a scheduling change yes yeah. and we heard a lot sooner than uh, mm-hmm. that we anticipated mm-hmm. um and uh luckily i did have oliver uh Give us a, a trivia question. So we do have a trivia question. Yeah. Uh, so Oliver, even on a Friday, Oliver's trivia question is uh, uh, still intact. Does and, he ever uh, take in French class, or does he take he takes Spanish? He right? takes Spanish class. Speaking of Spaniards, here's John Ham, the conquistador himself. How are you? Good. Sit I right over. Thank you, sir. So. <laughs> Sit right over there in the meantime. Hello. Good to and see then you. Uh, go give Rob Lowe his sweater back. <laughs> and um, it sounded like you were trying to be insulting, but what a compliment! No, no it's a compliment. I, I've spoken on this <laughs> show that I saw Rob Lowe uh, once at Conan. Rob Lowe was wearing a sweater that can only be described as a granny sweater, and it worked. Pull, he pulled it off. Holy shit, he so pulled it off, John. Yeah, slowly if you would, sir. <laughs> you got it. There we go. Let's show those guns. Uh, All right, we're on the air. That was. Didn't expect the microphone to pick that groan up as loud as it did. There's a, there's a microphone over there. He's getting Just old. The professionally trained voice. <laughs> this is the voice of Mercedes Benz. This guy knows how to use the yeah. tones, and I know that because I watch Lady Golf. Yeah. And even they insist that I see Mercedes Benz commercials every thirty fucking seconds. I gotta I, hear ham in my head. I don't know this, and I don't know if I'm. Maybe you're not allowed to answer this, but is it still you, or is, is, <gasps> is there it a, AI? Is there a sound alike? Or yeah, or just a, a did they just capture your voice and now uh, can well, do whatever? I still go in. Oh, you still? Oh, okay, oh, that's, a <laughs> that's, that's just <laughs> a humor you. <laughs> a real bummer. Uh, a waste of my time. No, it's you're still, still doing it. Um, the only time they use, I remember they used a sound alike once when I had uh, surgery on my vocal right. cords. Uh, I had yeah. to go dark for uh, or silent for. Uh, a month, and I couldn't. I had to miss. And they had a John Ham sound alike. I had a guy doing my voice, and wow. so I'm sure I've heard those commercials. Uh, and I, 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 I recognized them once. I was you like, did. That's not me. You did. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Interesting. But I don't know if. Yeah, who knows? Well, those are buried now, right? The, I mean, they're they're not running those anymore. But the I don't think this there's imposter. an archive of old offers. <laughs> <laughs> there's no the lease offer. They don't use them okay. for pre-owned cars. Um, it's crazy. They need that much. Twice a month, you need to everything changes. You know the the the, the language the changes, deals. the leases change, yeah. the numbers change. Mm-hmm. You never know what's going to happen when you buy a car. Certainly in the landscape these days, you don't know if sure. you're going to get a good deal Fall. or not a good deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so we wish everybody good luck on their car purchases. <laughs> well, now there's a, there's a strike. Uh, the oh yeah, oh a, even a bigger strike, right? No, thirty two more uh, factory uh, walkouts today. Oh, I didn't realize oh, I didn't that. Yeah, that. Did I get that number right. Uh, that man, that guy in charge. I I love that guy in charge. He of the, speaks real well. He does, doesn't yeah. he? For a dumb fucking guy that works at a factory. <laughs> wow. That, guy, that guy's on. eloquent, huh, Jim? I can't believe that guy could speak so eloquently for a guy that works on the line. You know what I mean, Jim? That's my, everybody I grew up with. Dumb. 38 <laughs> locations in 20 states. Look at that. Wow. So they wow. mean business, just like SAG means business. Yeah. And my nanny is out there. She's running her mouth, letting people know that I'm on strike. And uh, hit the picket line. We'll talk with John Hamm. He's taking time away from the picket line today to join us. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the Writers Guild, which I, there's rumor that they're getting close on a deal. I, I did see rumors. that this morning. Uh, but then uh, somebody, uh, some Writers Guild person will uh, say, uh, don't believe this shit. We're nowhere near being close. This is all propaganda right. uh, from moles on the other side. Hmm. 
Speaking of moles, this guy uh, is a secret uh, spy of some sort. There's no doubt about that. John Hamm is here. Uh, John, we're streaming live. I don't know if Garen told you that. I did. I did hear that. So the folks are listening to this live, and then we go to commercial break, they will also be hearing us. So keep too. your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> or, or spill or, the beans. Uh, beans. Hey. Spill the beans when I got him. That's a new podcast. Let's talk about it. Human beans. Uh, <laughs> everywhere. Uh, all right, let's a take a break. from Tommy. <laughs> it is a scene from Tommy. Uh, Right? One of the many unpleasant moments of Tommy. <laughs> I saw way too young. Me we too. Me we too. This was a, that was an event. It was it's an just, event. But it was not for children. No, I saw it on video. Like a, a friend's dad rented it for it me. In and, the and cinema. It was crazy. Why would anyone think a child could see poor that? Poor choice, by the way. John, speaking of it being such a poor choice, the one and only time that I met Roger Daltrey oh. uh, was at Sirius XM. And I was doing an interview in one uh, booth with our friend Kyle Anderson. And Roger was in the other booth being interviewed uh, for the Rock Channel. And so our interviews both end at the same time. And we both walk out at the same time. And I'm like, holy shit, legend. Legend. For sure. Roger Daltrey. And Oliver's with me. But Oliver at the time is six, maybe. Five or six years old. He's a, and he's my kid. So even if five or six, he's really tiny. So, looks, so he only knows the hits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he knows Bob, Bob yeah. O'Reilly. He's like, yeah, I got it. All right. So uh, Roger Alt- box. <laughs> uh, Roger's got, uh, at the time, Oliver had blue framed glasses. Okay. And Roger Daltrey had blue tinted lenses. So Roger comes out. I say, oh, Mr. You know, Mr. Daltrey, Jimmy Pardo, I'm a comedian. I just was in there being interviewed. And uh, what timing that we get to come out and say hello to each other. Like, I babble like a fucking idiot. <laughs> and then... I said, uh, he goes, oh, who's, the, who's this lad? And, uh, and I said, oh, that's, this is my son, Oliver. And I said, Oliver, one day you will see Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I chose to say. I so locked up. That's what I chose to say. And Rodney Adultery looks at me like, dude, dude, you can't show this kid Tommy. <laughs> And, and then I saw so like soon. Not soon. <laughs> not soon. <laughs> I meant eventually. Right. And then I don't even know what to say. I go, it's a, it's a movie. He's in the movie. Tell me. Oh, boy. Not even. Not, keep digging. Music doesn't come up. No. I keep digging. All about the movie Tommy to a five-year-old boy. We get in the elevator. Uh, it's Roger, his handler, me and Oliver. And we're all now in the elevator. So the conversation <laughs> doesn't end. And Roger luckily changes uh, directions and says, Oh, look at that. We both have the same glasses, don't we, mate? To Oliver. And Oliver's like, oh, we do. And I go, one Tommy, one day. We have a calendar at home. We're marking the days off. So I imagine like the doors open, they get back and they get in the limo or Upper Roger got there going, this guy couldn't shut up about Tommy. <laughs> There's no way you could show your kid Tommy. Yeah, this guy really likes Tommy. Oh, I love it. And I, I don't even love it. It's like, like of all the things, you, you don't no. mention who's next. Yeah. Even even face dances. We're a music guy. Pee on Stonehenge or whatever they were doing in the front of that album uh, cover. Right, they were taking a whiz, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, some sort of. Uh, I don't uh, think it was Stonehenge. Rock. It was some kind of henge. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a lesser henge. A lesser henge. <laughs> graphite? No, graphite would be stronger mm. than stone. Graphite stronger than stone? No. Even in the same world? I think differently strong. Differently That's strong. Yeah. I got a graphite uh, countertop, which graphite? I piss out occasionally. Really? You mean granite? Granite. What did I say? Graphite. Did I mean granite the first time? Yes, I did. This is, John, you don't have headphones, but this is a... It's a song playing right now about Prevision because my memory is such (laughs) shit that we're doing a Prevision uh, experiment. No Prevision, Prevision for September. October 1st, I start taking Prevision. No Prev set. We see, does it affect my memory? Okay. Is my memory better by Halloween? Hmm, okay. 
Yeah. So we'll find out. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. That and Subtoberfest coming up October 1st. <laughs> Big doings. Immediately followed by No Nut November. Does <laughs> <laughs> that mean no masturbating? Is that what so you mean by that? that? Exactly yeah. what it means. Yeah. All, all the kind of nuts. Uh, Talk about then your memory is going to get real good. Yeah. You know, they, they do better. say that, don't they? They say that... Uh, Creative, you, you're more creative if you don't waste energy with that. Huh. Yep, there are there are people who uh, live alone who definitely believe that. Are you one of them? <laughs> no, no. There's a, there's it's like a cult that like they, they insist that their members I don't, uh, don't masturbate. I can't go a day and a half. But there's also people who say you've got to get it out to clear your head. I'm that guy, and then, <laughs> right? Before a show, isn't that you, you hear comments? Oh, I can't do it before a show. Not right. I mean, like you know, the I got to have to pent up. <laughs> I guess all, there's up. other people in the green room. That's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of. Or maybe that's what I get off on, my man. Is. We'll see. Yeah. Or I'm that guy, and I get canceled, and rightfully so. Yeah. But then I'll come back, and I'll uh, people will all be forgotten. That seems to be what's happening in comedy. You can jerk off in front of whoever you want to, and then you're welcome back. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Now we are live, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, it's not John, I should tell you, since, since you've been here, uh, uh, no holds barred. We we now speak our mind about everything. There's no... Uh, maybe we shouldn't talk the, about that? You could, you could scale back that we to an I. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you also speak openly. Yeah, you, you, first person. You were the one who used to be so careful about what you said on air. and yeah, that's, what's, gonna, what's going to happen? I don't know. Right? Don't Show business isn't going to uh, change. The landscape will not change for me. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen? I'm not going to get on Louis C.K.'s plane anymore? <laughs> what's going to happen? Yeah. Right? I'll masturbate in a different plane. <laughs> <laughs> All right. John Hamm is here. We're thrilled that he's joining us. He's taking time away, as I say, from the picket line. Then he's immediately, speaking of planes, this gentleman's going to go out of town. Uh, and uh, we're lucky to have him. We got that. We got Oliver's uh, trivia question and a whole lot more right after this. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hokeberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in the imagine, sixteen years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, oh yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't. I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on? With we're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash part 050. Use code part 050 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, hiring's hard. 
So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something, and then Matt responds. And it's very, very, never not funny. Very brand. organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And... uh Look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, that was your your passion. It's not mine. I don't, it's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. (laughs) Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. <laughs> uh, that is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 3305. The Nickel. John Hamm is here. John, of course, as I mentioned, take time away from the picket line. Now, John, I say that for whenever we get a, an actor comes in here. We get actors from time to time on this program, Good as you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just people I know. I get uh, it. Uh, how often are you hitting the line? Are you out there on a regular basis? Uh, the line has been hit by me, uh, I want to say thrice. I went, uh, I went, uh, I did a Disney. Mm-hmm. I did a, uh, a Netflix, mm-hmm. and I don't have a third one, so it was twice. All right. <laughs> um, well, I know, I'm sure the people that, that were thrilled to have you out there supporting. It's I, always I, good I, to I, see. And you, you never want to say, "Oh, it's 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 fun," but it kind of is, isn't it? Kind it? of is. Like it's it, it does make you feel like okay, we are all kind of a community, and we're pulling on the same oar in a way that you you kind of don't necessarily always feel that way and so i do i did appreciate it i had a great time it was uh motivated by our mutual friend sarah silverman she she got us all uh motivated and signed up and and it was great i had uh it was it's useful it's obviously we're 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 fighting for the right thing so i i'll be back out there let's get you out there a third time it'll be exciting (laughs) Third time's a charm they say that is a very common phrase that's used out there on the line i shot charmed at paramount so maybe the third time i'll I'll do paramount head over there great job yeah right the uh (laughs) wait were you on charm for real i had yeah one one episode i played one of them's father in a time bending episode jesus i don't think we're allowed to talk about the uh, projects i believe that is (laughs) we can talk about projects i don't think we are 20 years old (laughs) i've got a sad contract here that tells me we can matt walsh walked off the set of a dance show he did things are tight i saw that he was did he walk or did he sashay i was gonna say (laughs) i believe i believe he karaoke off that yeah very well uh yeah, yeah, he was uh, our friend Matt Walsh was going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Was though because I just saw an ad for it. Are they? Are they? I think literally just yesterday he uh, said I'm I'm out. Yeah, he so did maybe he see the ad. It was not a flattering <laughs> photograph. <laughs> I can't do this. What was I thinking? Possibly thinking? a comedian. This is not my brand. He issued a, re- a statement of some sort yesterday that uh, basically saying that he is uh, supporting his brothers and sisters in these unions as he is part of one. Yeah. Uh, but he's uh, only stepping away because if things are solved, he will come back. So okay. Okay. 
so hopefully it gets resolved soon so he can do that that's the only reason i want it to end otherwise just keep the keep the strike going forever I'm, yeah but but we gotta see matt walsh i, I need oh to see God, him dance sure never seen it happen would love to see it right i bet he's i bet he'd be good oh he's a good dancer for but, sure no doubt in my mind he's got the body for it he does live <laughs> I don't know that word. You have a, lithe? a, a nice uh, vocabulary. I don't know. Uh, Long, what? lean, lithe. I would have flowing. I, I don't know yeah. that word, but right. I will now use it as if I've known it my entire life. Please do. Please do. With my blessings. Well, thank you, John. <laughs> it's the voice of John Hamm. Uh, now, John, I uh, I was going to say something else about the strike, about the picket line, but I forget what it was. I was going to uh, say. Oh, this. you know what it is for oh, me? Can I, ahead, yeah. my thought is it reminds me very much uh, when I was uh, had lunch <laughs> with my father and you know, my father worked uh, at factories his whole life as, uh-huh. a, you know, in an office, of course. He's not down there on the line. He's well, a, I understand. He, um, <laughs> but he, he said, the, whenever they would strike here, whenever they would pick it, it was, you know, it, it seemed uh, more performative than anything. Like, uh-huh. does it really solve anything? And I said, you know, my answer was, you know, I don't know if it does, but it very similar to when Trump won and there was the Women's March and there was the tax march and all so on it just felt good to be out there doing it yeah like yeah. i feel like i'm doing something yeah i think it also it also does signify in a very real way that there are more people than just you that feel this way yes whatever it is mm-hmm. uh you mentioned those marches and when when it's a significant amount like that or when it's when it's industry-wide like it is with ours right now or you guys mentioned the auto worker strike too um it's 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 not just a bunch of uh, muckrakers or, or shit disturbers that are just trying to right. get some attention. It's everybody. And it feels like it is real. And it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the things that we're fighting for are existential. I think the things that people thought of when, when Trump got elected have been proven now to be sort of like uh, issues. And mm-hmm. uh, and I think that those to bringing attention to that is a net positive. Now, whether or not that leads to anything concrete. You know, here's hoping. I don't know. There was a big meeting yesterday. I don't know what happened with right. it, but right. At least the actual people that are are able to make decisions were in the room for the first time. Yeah, in four mm-hmm. months. Like, right. how does it take four months Why to it take get four months? Yeah, why not just that skip to understand. that part? Yeah, like, I never. Let's, that's, let's skip yeah. the kabuki of all of <laughs> right. you can't do it, and I can't be here, and right. everybody lying about what they can and can't do, and just get it done. Yeah. Right. Uh, the, uh, but what I do know is we are no longer I just got the text we can no longer talk about Matt Walsh <laughs> oh, specifically oh, Matt shit. Walsh did but SAG reach out they just did they I mean, have they, a Walsh department we are, we, we are now a SAG after a podcast uh, yeah. so they, they keep they keep tabs on us and they got, the they're, Walsh department just contacted they're us they're listening to the live stream and and now unfortunately because we are live streaming we are going to be fined maybe well, maybe live streaming <laughs> during this was not a great call maybe that, maybe that was ooh, maybe ooh. we should have shut that down for yeah. during this uh, mm, damn it maybe oh, you should do boy. one from the from the from the line oh the people do that a, do that do I want to punch them out <laughs> a remote pod from the line. Oh, I cannot be that uh, RP guy. from the L. Let me make this like. about me, says those fair people. Enough, fair enough, fair enough. Also, I worry about you with the sun. Oh, thank you for caring. Yeah. I do put on an SPF, and I'm, I'll be all right. I, I think maybe a hat. large hat. Yeah, yeah. large hat. A nice, you want a nice big traveling, uh, traveling uh, shadow. Yeah. A sombra, as they would say in Spanish. See, si. that's where you get sombrero. <laughs> Matchmaking Babel uh, right at the I'm, moment. I am learning some Spanish nice. from Babel. I believe if you go to babbel.com slash pardo, you too can try it. Yeah, it's true. For a uh, rate. I go to the uh, I go to the Amazon, John. That's where I had uh, and I do all my picketing at the Amazon. Oh, good. And, Not the uh, river. <laughs> I'm alone, and uh, but because that's dangerous, a and very not uh, useful. It turns out it's not helpful. It has not been helpful. Uh, but you know what? Uh, 
uncovered. You know, the trees cover the sun. Absolutely. Uh, that's a good point. And, uh, gotta watch so, out for those freshwater crocs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what if I'm wearing there, crocs? Are there saltwater crocs, too? <laughs> uh, yeah, there are. There are saltwater crocs. For sure. I did not know they that. They live in brackish water. Oh, boy. Uh, wow, look at that. We're learning today. Uh, yeah. John, of course, is the new host of Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. <laughs> 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 uh, Most of you have a pair of freshwater Crocs. I sure think. I do. <laughs> I, I have a doctor that wears the Crocs, and she swears by them at the, the most comfortable thing in the world. Yet whenever I try them on, I feel like I've just got plastic. You're wearing uh, marshmallows. I'm wearing marshmallows. I don't understand them because they don't seem like, and I, especially for people like doctors, what, you're on your feet all day. They don't seem to be, and I've never worn them, but yeah. they don't seem to that they would have a tremendous amount of support. She says Agreed. they support more than a shoe does. She swears by that them, this doctor. No, that can't be right. It doesn't seem right. I, I agree with you. I have a pair, and I, I like them, but I wear them around the house mostly. But they're not, yeah, I think they're I not could supportive. wear them like taking the dog outside. Yeah, exactly. That seems like a right That's move. Taking yeah. the garbage to the taking curb. Taking the garbage yeah. to the curb. Mm-hmm. Garbage, right? Do you, do you do that, or do you have a person that does it for I, you? I do it, and I bring it back every week. To and fro you do to it. To and fro. Not a boy. Why not me? What day? Friday, <laughs> today. Why not Garbage me? day. Let me ask you a question. Shoot. I have never, and I'm on this planet now 57 years. Good for you. I have never lived in a house that garbage day was not on Friday. I have. And I've yet to meet somebody. I have. You have. Uh, The last house I lived in, it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Do you like that more than Friday? I guess that's what I'm wondering. I guess Friday is great because you kind of, all right, it's the end of the week. End of the week. You got to, you know. uh, And then whenever there's a holiday, everything gets shoved a day. So then it's a Saturday, which is a very weird thing. Right. No, I've, I've definitely had different. Interesting. It wouldn't. It wouldn't make sense if the whole city got picked up. On I Friday. recognize that, too, but it's <laughs> but it's bananas. That why have I never lived in a place where it wasn't Friday? That is strange. You've only lived in one place. Is that? Oh the, yeah, I've never moved. <laughs> that might explain. Oh, yeah. it. You were ne- born in the house I've, you're I've in. I've never now. moved. That's exactly right. Uh, Thank you for pointing out the obvious. God damn it! I should have just thought of that. Mine is mine's uh, Monday, and I oh. I love a Monday because it's like the weekends yeah, over. You all the and weekend now get trash. it out of here. Yeah. You exactly. know who hates for, Mondays. Garfield, Garfield, exactly. right. right, and also the Boomtown Rats. Is that yeah, them? They don't. They I, would. Well, they would. They don't like. They it. ask people all the time to explain it to them. <laughs> Tell why? why. Yeah. Please. Yeah. They don't like it. And you know what? No one ever did. They're still asking. They're still. That's why they keep touring because they're looking for the answer. <laughs> Here's a fun, the SoCal sound. Fun Jimmy Pardo fact. You ready for it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jimmy Pardo has a signed Boomtown Rats uh, album uh, by Bob Geldof on his cover. Hmm. Uh, no, I'm sorry. The cover is signed by Bob Geldof. I have that hanging on my wall with my other signed albums. Uh, I do not remember meeting Bob Geldof. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you didn't. Huh. Maybe it was a gift. I don't. I don't. I, I can see that being a good gift. It could somebody. be. But I've had it for 20 something years. I've had it since I was in the record business. Hmm. So one would think that I go that I, I see them open for somebody. I would remember meeting Bob Geldof. I don't. So yes, I, it's got to be a created gift. live aid. Yeah, yeah, huge, huge, huge figure, huge figure. Despite his lackluster output as a musician, literally, <laughs> like maybe one hit, yeah, one hit, and then his lithe body. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of live. Damn it, I did it wrong. Oh, I'll learn. Geld off. off. I also feel like you would remember if someone gave it to you, though, because I, I also is it the is it their one Boomtown Rats album though, like the the big one? I mean, no, I don't even know. I'm not a Boomtown up. Rat guy. It that, wasn't Frampton that, Comes Alive. It was the follow up. It was uh, I feel you. I'm in you. I'm in you. I love Peter Frampton, by the way. Who doesn't love him? His '80s output is amazingly underrated. Great right. stuff. He we listens, we could. He listens to the show. <laughs> 
Jimmy, they can still hear you when you whisper. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, Pete. I was told my whispers were... Yeah, just went <laughs> in the headphones. Is still with us? Yes, yes. He, did, he does have some sort of a health issue sure. that he is battling. Uh, but he did go. He said he was what not going to tour anymore. What but a he's run! Touring. He's great. Mm-hmm. I, I truly love Peter Frampton. I love it. I love that. Yeah, I love your commitment to deep cuts mm-hmm. of seventies and eighties uh, yeah. rock and roll. I think it's uh, it's impressive I, and, and and shared with a lot of the stuff that I like too. Because we, we definitely. What do you like? What's, what's your favorite? Well, we talk about Chicago all the time, yes. but I think you know there's there's a lot of that you know, Hall and Oates where you, you, the, they had a run where they it was hit after hit after hit. Mm-hmm. But even their deep cuts are. Great, mm-hmm. phenomenal! Like right. you, you could go down a down a well, and and I think they put out I think four or five albums in a row that were top ten yes. albums. Um, and you know, obviously how the how the sound changes over the course of whatever, and different things become popular, and they're they're still kind of rocking their yeah. sound. You know, I think about Huey Lewis all the time, mm-hmm. and coming Fantastic. out and, and destroying the early half of the 80s yeah. like mm-hmm. you couldn't find you know uh soundtracks and all the stuff and, and kenny Loggins, like guys like that you're just like man they could not not write a hit right yeah and uh and it's impressive i met kenny Loggins doing a how a, did that a, go uh, uh at the premiere of a film that i was in that i'm not allowed to talk about you were in emotion you but you've been in many motion there were airplanes there were oh that so, yeah it was like a lot of you know fun things <laughs> guys and airplanes and you know stuff were they the, were these the best guys they were though? like the way out, not the bottom but like right. whatever the opposite <laughs> yeah. of that the, was the, the apex or the, the zenith. apex the zenith and uh, one of them like one of them didn't play by the rules as no I he was like he was an outlier and a right. lot of ways a disruptor yeah. right i don't know what another word that you would say that yeah he like, was a loose cannon a loose cannon he was a, like a lither <laughs> he was that, very am, am I doing it right? <laughs> uh, all right, so you meet Ken, uh, and was he uh, still looks great? You know, kind of, kind of uh, uh, slim. Mm-hmm. Uh, still got a great uh, head of hair, good haircut. Right, a little, a little uh, frosted tips, maybe. He deserves it for for, <laughs> for why not? And you could tell he could probably still he could probably still deliver the notes. You know, he was like it was. I was kind of like, oh my god, it was. I literally turned and kind of bumped into him. And he had his hand out. He's ready I, to go. And I was like, oh, hi, hi, yes, of yeah. course I know who you are. Oh, my gosh. So it was very cool. That's great. He, he did not perform at this function. He did not. But there uh, was a, clearly a, a lot of uh, his work was represented. Of course. Yeah. I once, uh, the time I met him, he took me to one spot, one spot only. That's the danger zone. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. How did you, how did you did get you, there? Now, I was going to say, did you take surface streets? <laughs> we, we did not. I would imagine. We what about like not. a like a uh, canal of some sort? No. Is no. that... <laughs> <laughs> no it's, patience at all for no, that. No, there's there's no more on that. Surface streets and done. There's no reason to dig deeper. Surface streets. No, I didn't. I took the highway. Done. Right, we didn't like, take a canal. We didn't fucking take a hell It's it's. Oh, did you, no, we didn't. We took the free. We done. If we were like, if we're playing the end of Family Feud, and they're like, well, you know, we got the top answers on the board. Uh, place ways you get to the danger zone. If yeah. someone says, well, they would say highway. Obviously, yeah, that would be, be the, the number, number one answer. answer. Yeah. Number two, surface streets. Number three. There is no number three. There's We've no already three. used up all 100. There's, they, they asked 100 people, and that's the no, two answers. Nobody, nobody said canal. I, I like, hear what you're saying. It's like when Aretha Franklin uh, took me to love. I, yeah. There's only one way to get there. And what, again, the, the canals? I'm, I'm not taking surface <laughs> streets, and I'm not taking canals. Now, I, now, honestly, though, if you're going to love, Venice, city of love, I yeah. would maybe take a canal. Yeah. Oh, but that's difficult. Well, she took me on the freeway. I, uh, listen, I get that, too. And maybe uh, you go in through a tunnel of love, and then now you're with Bruce. Then, listen, <laughs> Number two. By the way, if you're if, you, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be in that company, Aretha, Bruce, mm-hmm. and yeah. Kenny, 
That's a yeah. good. That's uh, 1985, right in your face, yeah, no right kidding. in your mouth. It's <laughs> a great. That's a great lineup. If you're somehow at a charity event and they're they're all playing, you know who puts that event together? My buddy Bob Geldof. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> my close friend, Freeway Aid. I remember when Bob stopped by my house and he gave me that album. <laughs> Do you? I don't apparently. God uh, damn it! Uh, I gotta find. Now I want to know who gave it to you or how you got it. My favorite Bruce Springsteen, uh, Springsteen song is "Tunnel of Love." That's my favorite. That's a good one. I, I put I that on it. quite a few mixtapes in it's the great. late '80s and early 90s i think that is a fantastic oh, a song. song off the elton tunnel love which uh, is underappreciated underappreciated another there's another guy Doesn't just stop. keeps putting out good songs he's slowing down now though he's got some gut issues but i gotta tell you uh i don't know if you saw the broadway thing he did i never i never saw it do yourself a favor it's on watch uh, it I on max on uh, i think it's on one of the streaming platforms that we're not allowed to talk <laughs> yeah. about. it's worth watching it on television it is okay yeah it really I'll is do it. Let that be a lesson. There we go. John, John Hamm on the boss. Uh, so, John, off the air, I mentioned that... Uh, that I, We're never off the air in this room. Uh, none of the, but uh, but uh, not uh, for the... Uh, the, uh, the recorded listeners. For the recorded listeners, only going to hear this. Uh, my family and I, we went to, uh, to see Glengarry Glen Ross at a movie theater recently. And you are always in my head for this reason. Uh, whenever I go to a movie theater and I get popping corn, which is every time, sure. it doesn't matter if I just I ate at a buffet, do not blame you. I'm getting popping corn. Absolutely. Uh, you once on this very program said, where's the best popcorn? I said the Arclight, which at the time to me was the best because I had not had the place that you recommend, which is the Los Velas 3 or the Vista. And uh, so we saw Glengarry Glen Ross at the Los uh, at the. Los oh, was that part of the? Did they do the American Cinematheque thing? Yes, sir. There? Nice. And uh, the popcorn delivered as advertised. Good, good. And, because those uh, other two theaters are no longer with us. The Vista is owned by Tarantino now, yeah, but it is closed. Yeah, mm. it's under under renovation. I think they're putting a second story. They're putting some uh, uh, living spaces, condos, oh. or whatever. Oh, is that right? Making Weird. it one of those double. Okay. Will it, so will it be a movie theater down low? Living movie space theater up down top? low. Yeah, business in the front, party in the back. <laughs> movie down you low. You know how it is. Is that how um, Tarantino does it? That's pretty much. Yeah. Doesn't he own that property, or did I get that? I believe. Intel? I believe you're correct. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't have uh, third party confirmation on that, but I mm-hmm. think uh, between the two of us, we can say yes. All right. Why don't you and your buddies go in and buy a movie theater? Why don't you save the ArcLight? You and some friends. Um, Why don't you and Rudd? I don't know how much money you think I have. (laughs) (laughs) I think you've got. I think you've got. uh, I would like to remind everybody listening that I made made my fortune on basic cable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but now you're the voice of Mercedes. Those are not cheap cars, Frank. They're not cheap cars, Mm. but uh, (laughs) (laughs) your business, not mine. Uh, By the way, you say you, you say you listen to uh, you, you watch Lady Golf. Yes. You listen to the you listen to the ads ad infinitum. Yes. Well, why aren't you driving a Benz, buddy? Uh, I I don't care for the commercials. <laughs> I, I, just, I think that's fair. I, that's I fair. already I'm had, not, then I'm not doing my job. I've already got your well voice enough. in my head when I buy popcorn. I don't need it while I'm on the highway. <laughs> Going to the Avengers. Oh sure. Um, Yes, the uh, Solheim Cup is currently happening, and I oh, yeah, uh, I, it's it's on. Uh, I'm behind. I'm behind. All right, I won't. I won't spoil it for Thank you. Thank you very much. It's Annika Sorenstam. <laughs> oh, no. Also, it's 2004. Yeah. yeah. Oh, then I know the outcome of that one. It started in 1990, by the way, the Solheim Cup. Uh, okay. It's not been around as long as the Gentleman's Ryder Cup. And what is that? Who or what is that named after? Uh, John Solheim. Karsten Solheim. Thank who, you very much. Who invented Ping, ping golf. golf Clubs. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know why they named it after him, to be honest with you, but... Uh, I don't either, but I can't believe that somehow that particular fact is stuck in my head. But and but and then why that guy? Why not John Calloway? Why not uh, Don Titleist? 
Why the guy that did well, maybe, ping golf? Maybe ping paid for it. Maybe the first year they paid for it. That might be yeah. true. You're probably right. Also, I bet the guy has some larger uh, outsized sort of footprint in the golf in the golf world. world. He did more than just make a ball. Yeah. yeah. Oh, golf clubs. Oh, club. uh, clubs, sir. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there, you. I had the ping high twos. <laughs> I apologize. What color? Did well, you have the beryllium? I'm tiny, so I had the the gold dot. The gold dot. I had the red dot. Uh, uh, steel ones. I didn't have. I couldn't afford those beautiful. No, nor could I. Oh man, I'd still play with those if I could. I bought John. I bought mine in a blizzard in Chicago. While I was buying them, a blizzard happens, and the guy said, "Well, you know, we have to adjust them. Uh, so you want to leave them here?" And I went, "No, I'm still going to take them home." And the guy's like, "What?" I go, "I, I was so excited to have yeah, the new clubs. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to bring them home." Like. You can't, you, it's a blizzard outside, sir. <laughs> and so I drove them home and then they sat there until the next week when I brought it back for them <laughs> to adjust the, the, these. Yeah. I bought mine used out of the trunk of a car oh. in Griffith Park. Oh, you bought them locally? <laughs> yeah. But you think globally? I think globally, oh, but I buy locally. How do you buy, how does that sale go down? Walk me through that. There's, there's you know, there. this is at uh, Roosevelt Golf Course, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you've visited, uh, in, in beautiful Griffith Park, uh, and uh, there was a group of regulars there, let's call them. And inevitably, there'd be some like used clubs. Oh, I forgot my wedge, or I need a, I'm going to try a new putter or something. Some dude out there was selling, you know, laid out on a picnic table. Yeah. You know, clubs, random clubs, you know, 20 bucks. Love you can, it. You can get a new uh, 60 degree wedge. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm talking to the guy, and this is when I was unemployed playing golf probably there five times a week. So I'm always there. I see the same group of characters there. And uh, so I go to the guy, I go, hey man, you ever you ever run any of those ping golf clubs? He goes, pings, yeah, oh my God, yeah, of course. I gotta set them in the trunk of my car. I go, would you ever wanna sell them? He goes, sure. What do you give me for them? I was like, what are you asking? He goes, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks. I go, how about 150? He goes, sure. Done. Done. And I've, which was probably all the money that I had in the world, <laughs> which I then immediately was like, why did I just buy it? <laughs> New golf clubs. Yeah. I already have golf clubs right. that I'm perfectly fine hitting, but I wanted those. You clubs. wanted those. And I kept them for a long time. Good for you. Do you still play today? I haven't played in a long time, but I, I, I still could I still could play. I would imagine sure. you could. Yeah. I like it. I just it takes a lot of time. And I, it's time that I don't have because I'm on the picket line, Jimmy. You've been there twice, John. I've been there twice, but you didn't t- didn't tell you how long I was there. Oh, you were there for weeks. Seventy two hours. <laughs> oh my God! I, I wore Jesus. I wore a trench. Just a, they didn't want of, that. They specifically said, "Please leave." They yeah. didn't. They didn't know they until <laughs> they got it. John Hamm won't leave. He just yeah. won't leave. Look at that's the hand trench. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Hamm is here. He's taking time away from apparently not going to the picket line. We just learned, unless his buddy Sarah says, let's do go together. Um, it's more fun with, with, with friends. I, I will like tell it. you. I like it alone. Gosh. I like the headphones. I like to just listen to my music and walk into my uh, circle. And then are you really doing it? If you're not if you're not hearing it, are you really doing it? Oh no, I'm there. I'm there for my. Uh, I'm are you listening to yourself on the podcast? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> what a narcissistic fuck I wow. would be. If that wow. were the case. By the way, no. Anybody sees Jimmy on the picket line, take his headphones off and <laughs> give a listen just in case. You know what I was listening to last time? Fair warning: the best of Jim Steinman. Wow, that's a little. That's a playlist. See, again, I put together. you are literally you are literally proving my point. I. I've accepted that. I will say I this. I, I, when, when uh, Meatloaf passed away. Yes. I want to say two years ago. Right in the middle of COVID, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Pandemic. I was in Scotland shooting a, a, a project that I'm not allowed to talk right. about. Um, and 
I remember I was uh, there was it was winter time in, in Glasgow, Scotland. So there was not a ton of things to do. A and B, there certainly wasn't a lot to do outside. But what I would do was take like a six mile like walk through the city of Glasgow, which is beautiful and old, 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 old. University of Glasgow is like was founded in like the 1600s or something. It's crazy. Old, old buildings. And I just put on Bat Out of Hell and listened to the whole thing top to bottom. And that boy, that record holds. It's great, right? Up. Holds up. Yeah, agreed. Whew. Agreed. The great meat. And what a and what a weird uh, this is what I love about music in the 70s. I was thinking about this today because for me, the the worst era of music was kind of the early to mid 90s. Oh, yes. Like the Spin Doctors and Rusted Root and all. There's so many weird. Silver Chair. They just didn't know. <laughs> Those 16-year-old Australians. You know, Hanson. You know, there's just so many weird. They were fine. But there's just so many weird kind of one-off things that were. You could tell they were trying to grasp the whatever was like, what's popular. Next? What's, what's gonna, next? Yeah, yeah what are we going to be the next big thing? Yeah, there was no way that Meatloaf and Jim Steinman were trying to be anything other than two weirdos that were into musical theater, kind of that would write nine-minute rock songs. Mm-hmm. That there was no way they were going to get played on the air, right. and then they were they were good enough that they would. They broke through all that noise, all that nonsense. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, well, we got, man, people love this music. And it's 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 undeniable. It really is. Yeah. Uh, it's proven by me, walking the picket line. Walking the picket line. <laughs> Happy to do it. I wear John because I have, I currently am dealing with some ear issues. I uh, I don't have headphones. I've got the, so I do hear my surroundings. I've got the bone conducting. Oh, uh, how are those? Uh, I love them because I do like hearing what's going on uh-huh. in addition to what's happening. But my ear doctor tells me that they are uh, they are not designed properly. They it actually should be back here. Um, okay. And they would sound better if they were back here instead of here. And to which my argument was, they sound fine. Yeah. And sure. he's like, yeah, but they can sound better. I go, right, but they don't. Well, they, make your own then, jerk. And uh, leave me alone otherwise. <laughs> he did ask me, do I want to go? He said, jokingly, do you want to go in and uh, uh, design these together? Oh. Apparently, he thinks I've got ham money. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks you've got the money you think ham has. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor, I made my money in the podcast realm. <laughs> uh, as a reminder, by the way, my uh, uh, I had a long-running television show with Rachel Quaytons on AMC before AMC became the good AMC. Yeah. So my basic cable money wasn't even that basic right. cable money. Yeah. So... It's crazy to think we that do that have the, the AMC world. It's, it's crazy, right? AMC, yeah. AMC Universe started with uh, Jimmy and John. Uh, it's weird that they don't have a big uh, all statue the AMC. <laughs> oh, you want a statue? I think it makes well, sense. Well, Rachel will have to be part of that too, though. We got to include acquaintance. Bring him in. Bring him all in. I don't know. It should just be you. <laughs> it doesn't have to be huge. But there should be a statue. Just me, yeah, me putting my hand on the top of your head. Like, <laughs> no, good job. Jim. I'm out. You know, it turns out I'm out. It's like that. It's like Walt Disney and Mickey <laughs> right no. in front of the castle. You know what? I'm out, guys. <laughs> Holding I, hands. I'm honored to have the statue, but I'm out. Um, it. Uh, we were well, talking. I hate to break it to you. It's outside right now. Oh no! <laughs> We've like, already, had it, like Rocky in Philadelphia. We were, uh, we were talking yesterday about the great Linda Cardellini. We were talking about her. Oh, who love you, her. Uh, had a bunch of scenes with on your uh, I sure program. Did. She's great. She is great, right? Uh, a great lady 
funny, phenomenally talented, and uh, yeah, I had a great time working with her. Good, glad to hear that. She uh, she was a freak or a geek. I can't remember which. Which I, I'm not sure she knew. She might have straddled the line. She, she might was. have been the she bridge was, between the freaks and the geeks. She was trying to hang out with the freaks, but I think they've sensed that she was geekish in nature. I see. Yeah, I see. I never saw that. I got to watch. It's available to me via the streaming services. Yeah, but I've never watched that program. Really By the way, good. I don't know if it is. It is currently. Is it? Okay. It yes. is. Yeah, I was watching. I think it with for my a kids. long time it wasn't or something because yeah. it was one of those weird things. I think because it had so much music, music in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's always the that's always the hiccup. Now you're a little younger than me, but maybe you also watch this show, and it's a show that will never apparently never be made on DVD or Blu-ray or stream uh, because of the music issues. James at fifteen, James at sixteen. Remember that starring Lance Kerwin? Are you? I don't remember that. Show. I remember. I remember. Uh, I remember the title, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I definitely didn't watch it. God, I loved it. I loved it, but it was all. Do you remember? Do you remember the music. show, The Courtship of Eddie's Father? Of course, the right. Great so that little Bixby. Uh, people, let me tell you about my best friend. So that was, but that was Bill Bixby. I thought it was Tony Franciosa. No, it's Bill Bixby. All right, uh, Bixby was Guys, a whole. Don't fight. It's Bill Bixby, and uh, give me the give me the initials of the guy. Brandon Cruz was the kid. Wasn't Ted, it Bill Bixby? Am I wrong? Maybe Tony Franciosa did the pilot. Ted's boy, Brandon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> From Texas. He's a, te- <laughs> he's, he's a, a Texan. Texan. I do, you know what? Say what you want about Texas. Funny. <laughs> and please do. Say whatever you want. Uh, yeah, funny. There's nothing he can't. Bill Bixby. Yeah. It is Bill Bixby. Um, okay. So what do you think well, of that 24 Jojo was, was in? Uh, it was something in that same thing. If I don't know. We could look it up. I think my mom had a crush on him. That show was on after school, and I was a yeah. big after school program person, so they would put uh, TV on, and it was on the, uh, the reruns were on... Uh, uh, on the local channel, uh, Channel 11, KPLR in uh, in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, and and the great thing about the reruns was that they would get residuals on them. It was really great. So <laughs> I, like to bring, I like to bring it all back. They, they deserve right. to get that. Yeah, they deserve Damn to get right. it. So Tony Franciosa, uh, Bill Bixby, Brandon, Brandon Cruz, Cruz I'll get a couple doing of just fine. You know what? Doing just fine. Wherever they are now, doing just fine. What was the kid's name on that program, Matt? Um... Eddie? Yeah. <laughs> Good man. Good man. I, had to, I was like, oh, is this a trick question? It, no, it, it is, is not. Eddie. It is not. Uh, <laughs> Tony Franciosa, did he do any television? It looks like it's mostly film. Yeah. Again, my mom had I've a James Ferentini. That's what I was thinking of. I always get those wrong. Uh, James Ferentini and Tony Franciosa. Still Bill Bixby. I, no, you're, you're <laughs> correct. I'm not, I'm not fighting you on this. I'm just yeah. thinking of, of who you Ferentino. I don't know. Uh, Ferentino Franciosa. Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett majors. She got married at one point. Contine Floss. I don't know. That's what I'm just thinking. <laughs> James just, Farentino was in The Final Countdown, Jesus of Nazareth, and Dynasty. Dynasty. That, that's Dynasty? how they say it in Australia. Dynasty. Dynasty. That, Paul Stanley would do that in his stage pattern. This next song, I, I, I can't. This next song is off an album that in Australia they call Dynasty. Okay. <laughs> Great. 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 Are you going to sing in an accent? That, that, that's not helpful to us. We're not in Australia. We're not, we're not so in Australia. Didn't need to be mentioned. No. Uh, as you he, know, that was his humble brag of being like, guys, <laughs> we've, been not, we've been to Australia. I've actually had an Australian talk to me about this album that we made, so I know. Uh, I've just finished a book that is about uh, the era of Kiss after Dynasty and before the yeah, they uh, took the uh, makeup off. Right. Uh, that little weird, air, uh, and they went to Australia. And the history is, we, they went to Australia because they were huge, huge. for sure. No, like they would say, uh, the venue had uh, would seat twelve thousand. They had seven thousand. Like they really, they weren't still not bad, but still not, but not what we thought was right. happening. Because my impression of Australia is that they're 
10 years behind us. Like whatever's popular here, now everything's global and immediate, but, right. but, but back, back then, then when, when information traveled much slower, yeah. that was, I think, probably the case because, yeah. you, you know, whatever was, it's an island and it's an island that's very far away from almost every other landmass. So especially the, the cultural stuff didn't get there. Anywhere. Which is weird because they're a day ahead of us. Exactly. So should, they, should they, have, should. they should have been the, yeah. the, 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 the thought leaders. Yes. But instead, I mean, they were, the you know, Dundee came. <laughs> And that really, was, and really uh, established established a lot. Yeah. I think there was a big, uh, the big Australian Renaissance in the in the mid to late eighties with Dundee. Right. There was a Yahoo series. Greg oh, yeah. Norman. We had to be uh, the Great White Shack. Had to deal with that mm-hmm. bullshit of his. Men at work. He now runs the Live Tour. Uh, Greg Norman. So we don't care for him. Right. And we support the men at work. I was never a fan. We support men at work. I think, right. uh, I think yeah. that if it strikes about anything, it's, it's about uh, the men who are at work. Yes. At I work. just, by the way, just uh, last week in the mail, got Colin Hayes' new album. And it's terrific. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I bet it is. Always great. I remember seeing him at Largo back in right? the days. Yeah. And it was like, wait, that's that's the same Colin Hay, right? <laughs> yeah. like, that seems crazy. Isn't that crazy? When I first came to L.A. and would see people like that. Like, I remember seeing Joe Walsh, and I was like, that can't be the real Joe Walsh, right? It's like, no, 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 that's Joe Walsh. That's like, the guy from the That's the, the guy that plays the songs that you've right. heard all of your life. I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri on KC95, which is real rock radio. We believe it. Uh, that's That was, a, you know, Funk 49, and the James Gang was yeah. a heavy rotation. And where did you see him perform? Largo. He was at the Largo. Yeah. Wow. And at the tiny Largo. For those of for those of the old Largo. Yeah. So, yeah, the old one. But uh, if you haven't ever seen joe walsh in person or he is a, an interesting character yeah i believe uh, and very much on brand yes he is i believe that at one point in his life he went to parties sometimes until four. Oh, he's got he's got a very fancy car if i'm not mistaken <laughs> it's hard to leave though when you can't find that door thank you for telling us <laughs> safety first for joe walsh exactly yeah. he's uh I just, well, didn't uh, he lose his license yeah, there's some story drive. about yeah, yeah. yeah. now he can't drive yeah <laughs> Uh, well, he's got to. But he would, he would say this, and and it's it is hard to handle fortune and fame, and everybody's different. But he has not changed. Yeah. No, you know what? At the end of the day, life's been good to him. I would, I agree. I would say. I yeah. would say that is true. Uh, guess what time it is? It's time for Oliver's trivia. Uh, John, as a reminder, my son Oliver writes these trivia questions. Uh, are are they? And correct me if I'm wrong. Are they specific to the guest? They are not. Okay. They are not. He does not know who the guests are. Well, he knows who I am. Uh, no, he's never heard of <laughs> you. He's met me on several occasions. Nope. Mostly on the picket line. <laughs> <laughs> we did see uh, our mutual friend Adam Scott uh, when uh, the last time I brought Oliver to the uh, picket line. Adam was out there, and along with uh, who was the other fellow? The uh, uh, the old the older gentleman. The, oh, Sam. Sam Elliott. Elliot. Sam Elliott. Oh, love Sam Elliott. All right, here we go. Here's your question. Song covers. Song, song covers. covers. Oh, okay. Covers of songs. So, Versions of the song that were not the original version. This is one of those categories that it's like, hey, I know a lot about music, but then it's going to be really hard, I bet. Um, Seems hot. Can I get a ruling on whether or not this is crossed out? <laughs> um, that doesn't look... Uh, are you pointing to the, the 15? Yeah. For the listener, we have a grid for all the guests, and then when they pick their numbers, they put available. that down, and so they're looking at you know see what? which numbers are available. But I guess we now know, all know what John's betting. <laughs> Should I cross out the one that I'm going to do? Yes, please. Yes, yes please. cross the one you're using. Exactly. Right. All right, is everybody in? Yep. No. Oh. I'm thinking about it. All right. I am in. Okay, mm-hmm. Elliot's in. Garen's. Okay. Uh, John, what you don't know I is that Ellie, uh, Garen will not stop talking about Silverchair. He will not. <laughs> he's nonstop with Silverchair. To to what was the What was the single? Uh, he knows. He'll he tell you. Won't stop humming it. <laughs> yeah. What was the single, Garen? 
Well, the one that introduced me to them was Anthem for the year 2000, I think nope. it was called. That's no, not no, the no. one John was thinking nope. of. The uh, one that had heavy the big retention. Hit. Yeah. The big hit. There was one. Yeah. They were on they Maverick like, Records. They looked like right? baby Nirvana. They were like yes. baby, like... Yeah. I, know, I know I would recognize it. Is one? Frogstop. Frog Frog I think that was their first hit. Is this that, from the era where they, might be the where one. the names aren't in the song? That's what I'm saying. That's that sounds like the kind of title yeah. that has no bearing on the lyrics. Yeah, I think that might have been it. If I'm if I'm thinking Let's of a video up. on MTV, Let's give Silver and then what's in do. the corner of the? You're thinking Frog Chair? What is it called? Frog Stomp's their album. I assume the LP. There's sing, there was Anna's song, which was pretty big. That's kind of slow. With what's about, their top song on Apple tomorrow. Music? That's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Will you play a little bit of that for me? This is remastered, guys. So get ready. Oh. Great. That's the one. So far, I like it. Yep. That's the one. Wait. Is this 1992? I, mean, I want to say 94. Yeah, yeah, somewhere around there. That's it. You ain't for tomorrow to find you. I'm out. Oh, is that? Yeah. That's the song. Here comes the Grunge Master Elliot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why are we all in flannel all of a sudden? What just happened? I'm wearing, I'm wearing shorts below my knee and Doc Martens in flannel. And you look great. Thanks for committing to the hair, Matt. <laughs> yes, I've been growing it up for a year just for this joke. Uh, all right, we could, uh, we could, we could uh, put silver chair away. That was 95. Fold up the silver chair. Happy birthday to him. <laughs> yeah, right? Party's over. All right, here's your question. Everybody's in? Matt, yeah, you got yep, in? Yep, yep. That's kind of a collective soul vibe, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very much. Space Sessions. Space, Space Sessions. Sessions. Songs from a Tin Can is an album from 2015 by Colonel Chris Hadfield and is the first album ever recorded in space. By the way, I've met Colonel Chris Hadfield. Really? Well, you may know the answer. Holy shit. I probably won't. It features 11 original songs and a cover of a very fitting 1960s hit, which went viral. 60s hit. Yeah. That was Oliver Schur. First guess. The 60s. Um, first thought, best thought. Yeah, first thought, uh, best thought. Yeah. I believe I've seen this video, so hopefully I've not misremembered. Okay. Sounds like we're going to be, well, if we're right, we're going to be fighting over wagers here. Yeah, I think it it's going to be, be a wager situation. Uh, I, could be, I don't know if I'm right. Uh, well, you met him. Where'd you meet, where'd you meet the gentleman? I met the, him at a, a conference where he was giving a talk about being on the International Space Station and his journey to becoming a, an astronaut. It was a fascinating conversation. He, he was one of those guys that, w- that was a little kid, and he was like, I want to be an astronaut. And then he became an astronaut. He just went and did wow. astronaut things for his <laughs> whole life. And then eventually, you know, uh, it became the guy. And it was like, wow, that's good for him. Kind of awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. All little kids want to be astronauts or cowboys. And he did it. And he did it. And he did it. Well, you have to be like a super smart science person, right? To do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and that's... he he did all of the, you know, he took all yeah, of the got, classes yeah, he, and studied great. all of the studies and did mm-hmm. all the things. And it was, I was like, good for you. And he's a mm-hmm. tremendously charming guy. And I, I sounds like quite a singer. <laughs> uh, he's got 11 originals and one cover. Uh, John, I once did stand-up comedy uh, with uh, Buzz Aldrin in the room. Really? And uh, you don't you don't know what it's like to bomb in front of an astronaut. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Boy, did I chew it. Do you did you ever see the uh, the documentary that CNN put out, which was uh, f- the 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 moon Apollo 11? 11, yeah. Uh, where they went to the moon and they they had all the you know sensors on the thing and buzz aldrin's landing the capsule or whatever and his his uh heart rate never goes over like 90 beats a minute he Jesus. just 
cool as a cucumber. Rock solid. Uh, well, I could tell you he was very cool and collected when he was watching my stand-up <laughs> comedy. <laughs> Same deal. His heartbeat didn't go anywhere. <laughs> Same deal. Uh, and he wanted to fit in with the rest of the room. He didn't want to be uh, overexcited. <laughs> you could feel better about the fact that, like, it's... That's when you got to break out some of that patented Pardo crowd work. Oh, and oh. just go right to buzz. Somebody tried. <laughs> Fair enough. They weren't buying Did you talk Pardo. to him? I tried to talk to everybody. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, that's where you're missing the point. You really can't talk to everybody in the crowd. Maybe just pick a couple. I I, I was trying to find funny (laughs) somewhere. Anyone. I'm going to hit with one of you people. What's your thought? Uh, Just the, the, you don't feel bad about not being able to entertain a guy who's literally walked on the moon. Like, that, that's. Fair enough. Nothing is going to. He has seen God. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like, you ain't it. You're a little. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, let's take a break. We'll be back right after this. Hey gang, Matt here with some dates for you. John Hamm, not on social media, also on strike right now, so I guess we shouldn't plug any of the great things he's done on film and television. But you can find those things if you want to. Uh, they're out there, and they're usually great, because he's he's really talented. You guys know that. Jimmy Pardo, also really talented. He's hosting Pop Culture at the UCB Theater on the 14th of October. He's doing his uh, annual virtual flapper show all the way in December, the 15th of December. That's uh, a Friday night, so uh, as we get closer, we'll we'll tell you to get your tickets, but you can get them at uh, flapperscomedy.com. Jimmy's Records and Tapes is coming back. It's at youtube.com slash nevernotfunny. Uh, first new episode of the new season comes out on the 26th of September. For all I know, that's the day you're listening to this. I don't know when you're listening. And uh, we're playing uh, our quarterly game night on Zoom with our tier three and higher subscribers on uh, the 28th of uh, September. That is has to be very soon to when you're listening to this if you're listening to it right when it came out we're playing a new game it's called tko it's really fun you drop pictures and then you come up with captions for them and uh everybody watching gets to vote on their favorite t-shirts and uh, they get mixed and matched and all that stuff so check that out if you're in tier three or higher speaking of being tier three or higher uh, you might want to join the Platinum, and uh, and you can do that. Uh, the best time to do that would be during Subtoberfest, which starts October 1st. If you are a new subscriber in the month of October, you get a nice pin, a nice enamel pin that Elliot designed. It's a little ghost uh, with our logo in there, and uh, that's pretty cool. Also, we just uh, announced this. Maybe you've already heard it on this episode. Uh, anyone who is uh, subscribing at, the, what is it, Tier 3 or higher? And uh, anyone who gifts a subscription of $60 or more... Uh, we'll get a nice uh, Kennedy Todd t-shirt with that same logo on it. And that's a pretty sweet deal. So uh, head over to nevernotfunny.com coming October 1st. Elliot has a question. Raffle. Oh, and then um, I forgot. Yes, even tier one new subscribers get entered into the raffle to get a t-shirt. Uh, so there's multiple ways to get one of these awesome t-shirts. We know the quality is going to be great because it's Kennedy Todd. We know the logo is going to be great because Elliot designed it. So you can check that out. Everything will be right there on nevernotfunny.com starting October 1st. So check it out and enjoy Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wallet's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earnings there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other, are you at the wild animal vet yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier oh okay uh i, I think people I, I think they like the sound of pet vet it does sound fun it is fun to say i get it uh but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun so uh, that's a good point yeah why are they yeah. why are they being uh 
capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue. You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, this is here's the important thing. Earning is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earning jumps in. Yes. Uh, earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, these, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. And they're, then, they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. They're, exactly these are right. not professional these broadcasters. Like we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earning today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who sent you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earning. It's your money. Get it now. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, uh, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, 3305. The Nickel, John Hamm is here. He's taking time away. He's a big traveler. Over the weekend, he's traveling. Where are you going? You're going to... New York City. They call it the Big Apple. The Big Apple, a city that never sleeps. What brings you there? Are you allowed to talk about it? Uh, I'm going to go to the opera. (gasps) Wow. The opening night of the the Metropolitan Opera, which is an opera, a new opera, uh, based on the film 
uh, Dead Man Walking. Huh. Really? The, I gotta say, I'm kind of excited. The I don't Sean go Penn to the opera. Yes, yes, the Sean Penn. Great movie. Sorry, interrupt. You don't go. I was going to ask. Do you go to no, the? I'm not an opera aficionado, but I, I've, I received an invitation. It seemed like a fun thing to do. My wife has never been to the opera. We were like, hmm. let's, uh, let's go. It could be a fun thing. We also have some stuff to do in the city, so it, it dovetailed nicely with those plans. And you were just in New York City as well. I was just passing through New York City. I yeah, so it was. Uh, I didn't wasn't able to to get the, the stuff done that I needed to get done. Okay. That'll be the, that'll be this trip. Now let's talk about you. Since you brought your wife up, you've been married three months ish. Yes, okay. June twenty fourth, two thousand twenty three. First of all, congratulations. Six two four two three. Uh, up in Big Sur, if I'm not mistaken. The biggest Sur. Um, <laughs> uh, are you loving it? Are you happy? That I'm very, you're... very happy. Very much loving it. It's very, uh, it's, it's great. It's, it feels like the, 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 the correct choice. And uh, yeah, it's been great. We've been on kind of on an extended honeymoon since. Since we got married, we went on a honeymoon proper and then spent some time on the East Coast the month of August. And now we're finally back in L.A. and then immediately, of course, turning around and go back to New York. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to. It's got the, the opera. Got the, got the opera. <laughs> the surrounding The opera doesn't opera. come to you. No, it does not, sir. It's not like silver chair. Silver chair shows I can't even do it three times. Is there an opera here in Los Angeles? Is yes. There, sure. And uh, is yes. it downtown by the Disney? Downtown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in the, in the And does anybody here ever Chandler go to Pavilion. it? I've never been. No. I have not been. I went on a field trip once. Not here in Chicago. We had to go to a field trip to an opera. And uh, I'm good. Yeah. I'm coming. I mean, I got to say, it's a spectacle. And it's it's uh, it's something that it is it, it's, it's, it, it is um, it is fun I mean, in its own way. I mean, you kind of got to lean into it. But it's a... Uh, it's, uh, if you're not if you're not an opera person, if you're not there for the specific music or whatever, mm-hmm. it, there is a lot to take in, and it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. You get dressed up, you know. It's very right. fancy. Mm-hmm. You bring those uh, classes. In New York City, in New York City, it's at the uh, the the Met the Metropolitan Opera House, mm-hmm. which is a, you know the Chagall's on the wall and chandeliers, and it's it's really it's really it's a spectacle. You're gonna love it. I yeah. can't wait. And this is new. Does that mean is it in English or is it still? It'll be time? in English. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. So yeah. Well, wow. that's, it's directed by this guy Ivo Van Hove, who's big, uh, big theater director. So there's there's that, and uh, yeah, cool. Well, if it's in English, they, they might they might get the uh, get me back. But in. I, now I have seen ones that are in uh, in um, different languages, and they have a thing on the back of the seat in front of you hmm. that's a little screen. Oh, that's, so it's basically like subtitles. Oh, cool! But it's right there for you. Really? Yeah, hmm. I've never seen cool. that. But the one time I went to an opera, um, they had superscript. So they had a big screen up at the top oh, of the, the stage. Top. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, oh, that's helpful. Yeah. yeah. All right. So a dummy like me can still go. You don't and enjoy need to. It. You don't need to understand Italian or German or whatever it might be in, but it. But it helps. But John, if I uh, if I wanted to, I could use Babel. Babel. That's right. Part of it's true. Uh, Garen Cockrell, will you please get me? A, this is uh, turned into a soupy uh, warm. Uh, please get me a new soda if you would. Soupy warm. That is disgusting to think about. With my beverage, Karen, could you go and bring me one? Daddy needs a new drink, so move that ass over the clean house. Karen sucks. Garen does, in fact, suck. Thank you, Garen. Garen. No, no, no. I was going to say. Come on, you've got your own catchphrase. Be proud of it. (laughs) Catchphrase he doesn't get to say and is at his expense. (laughs) An insult. No catchphrase so much as an insult. Yeah, now you got the new silver chair thing. Man, you got a lot happening. You're on the other podcast. You're the, uh, what are you, the Garden Squirrel over there? Garden Squirrel. Yeah. Good for you. Exciting. Garden Squirrel sucks. 
<laughs> dot com. Hashtag. You don't have a little theme song over there yet, though, do you? No, no. John, have you done that? I can't remember. Have you done my wife's podcast yet? How I'm to not. survive with Danielle and Christine? I have not. But I, I, I look will. Forward to, I look forward. I to will the, awkwardly the have uh, her reach out to you. Fantastic. Uh, right up there, and it is. Uh, I say this. I'm. I am the husband, but I also stand by this. It's phenomenal, and it should be huge. It right. should be bigger than this. And this is pretty fucking big. <laughs> uh, it's time to. Sitting cross-legged on the floor. As Jimmy goes around the hall. Mm, Garen sucks. Uh, Garen, <laughs> let's check in with you. You're over there at the uh, the Pop Culture Beats Info Desk, sponsored by Lemon Ice Designs. Head over there, use the code Pardo, get a free sh- get a free shipping. Says I'm using I'm I'm, I'm, I'm learning Italian on battle. Free oh, how am I doing so far? You, do you get a free shipping. How am I doing? That, that sounds great. Thank you. You're ready to go to Rome. I'm ready to go. Nah. The Eternal City. Have you ever you've been there? Yes. Beautiful, beautiful city. I love it. I can't Everyone wait. should go. Can't wait to get back someday. Well. If you do, you get a free shipping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only. They get a free uh, uh Garen, uh, tonight's the big night where uh, some of us are going to see uh, Elliot's uh, improv show. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a class show. Don't be disappointed if it sucks. <laughs> uh, I can't help but say it. What do you got going on this weekend? Garen, anything big? Uh, I'm just looking forward to next week when I'm seeing James Cameron doing a Q&A oh. at his film that I'm going to see. What film is that, sir? The Abyss. Huh. Big screen. Oh, you're going to okay. see the Abyss, the classic Abyss. Is that mm-hmm. uh, Jacqueline Bisset? No, be, that would be the Deep. That's the Deep. The deep Who's yeah. the Abyss? Not her then. Ed, Ed, Ed Harris. Master Antonio. Master Antonio. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. we go. All right. Are, are they all going to be there or just Jimmy Cam? I, I don't think anyone else is going to be able to show up to that. Uh, it's at Beyond Fest, so it's it's a huge. It's sold out in like seconds. Okay. Wow. Hmm. That's exciting. Yeah. Where's Beyond okay. Fest being held this year? Uh, it's there. You have it at like the Arrow and somewhere else in Santa Monica. I think this is at some place in Westwood. You should probably nail that down before you. <laughs> yeah. before you, before you <laughs> well, my friend, out. she's taking. She's we go to the Bruin. No, is that a thing? No, that's a theater. Yeah, the Bruin is a theater. At least Re- used to be. Is there a Regency? Yeah, don't be sure. I don't know. I'd like Karen just gets driven around. He doesn't yeah. have to know where things are. Yeah, you're basically like the guy like we put a Various sack over your head and just bring you around. Yeah, Regency Westwood Village. Oh, enjoy okay. it. You deserve it. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, all right, well, Garen, uh, report back to us on that. Now, in the meantime, I need to get your answer on this. Uh, Songs from a Tin Can is an album from 2015 by John's friend Chris Hadfield. It's a colonel. <laughs> Uh, first album ever recorded in space has got 11 originals and one cover of a very fitting 60s hit which went viral alright you be the first to say it I think we, again we're just, I think I think five people are gonna it's gonna come under wagers uh, well I don't know the years that these songs came out so, and I was bounced between two so I'm settling on what I hope is called Space Oddity the Major Tom David Bowie song alright well we'll find out together if that is in so, fact it fingers crossed in the meantime we'll check in with the behind video village that's the bunker boy palms Hello. california's own elliot yes, hogberg elliot what's happening anything important going on at palms that you could tell us in a, a thumbnail uh, well so <laughs> instead of telling you something i'm just going to see if i can find this freaking thing where is it oh. oh um there's a there's a i could tell you stories about the familiar but instead well, i'm just going to play this we got next week yeah Somebody sent in a, th- a jingle based on where you li- live. Yes, and and it, it, weirdly, my stories haven't been about the building for so long. Oh no, they're always about the building. We <laughs> always like hear it. about the wind, that fucking window. Or that was like six 
months ago. We now. just heard about the, the furniture that you had to lock down because of the hurricane. That was true. Mm-hmm. And so I probably didn't have it in the machine at that point. But anyway, that's Tyler Beckwith. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you, Tyler. He's sent to many a song, yes, right? Tyler has. Mm-hmm. Well, we thank him for that. And uh, I, I, I've said this to Garen. I will also say it to you. Did you ever imagine as a child doing plays at school that one day your life would have theme songs? Nope. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay? I've given you, I've said it before. I've given you lives. Yes. I will say that song sounded very much like the beginning of an 80s sitcom. Yes, oh, it 100% did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it did. Like, not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a Charles in Charge, like a, yeah. like a uh, what was the one about the robot kid? Small Wonder. Small, Small Wonder. Wonder. Yeah. You know, yeah. a syndicated sitcom. Right. Yes. Yeah, this was like, not network. <laughs> no, yeah, you definitely know shot in Canada. <laughs> I, I not in Toronto. No, man, that's a like, no, like No, I'm going to go oh, like, you, like a Winnipeg. Oh, Jesus. Oh, really? Yeah, off-site. Yeah, yeah. yeah, off-site. All right. Maybe it was only on Canadian television. Television. Hmm. Mm, yeah. Well, Degrassi. That's an option too. Degrassi, very popular. Very popular. Yeah. Wasn't our friend on Degrassi? Wasn't uh, Andrea Savage on there? <laughs> Drake, yeah, we're friends with Drake. I am not friends with Drake. Savage on. Wasn't no. she on there? Don't you have to be Canadian? She's not Canadian. Then who's our Canadian friend that was on there? Drake. Drake, <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> you, you might know him as Aubrey. Uh, I don't know him at all. Well, well yeah, who was it? I, th- I thought it was Andrea Savage. I mean, I, sincerely, I'm not. Uh, maybe she was. I don't know. Maybe they hired. Was there an American they, version of it, or like a I think spin-off? there was, but yeah. I don't. I mean, maybe she was I on think that then. Basically, nine hundred two one zero was the American right. version. Of yeah, Garen. I'm trying to figure that Any out. Any friends of show on Degrassi High? I do think there was. Degrassi. They did try to reboot that, so maybe that they was the did. one you're thinking. Yes, of. I swear. And that would have been right, right in Savvy's wheelhouse back in the mm-hmm. late nineties or yep. something. For yes. Sure. Yeah. Mm. Well. But, well, but we'll find they, out. Next they, Thursday, we'll find out from Garen. <laughs> it's a lot. You have to admit, <laughs> there, the there must be l- l- a lot of actors oh, on yeah. the IMDb page. I, there's also several versions of that show, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, the Next that, Generation. It's like Doctor Who. It just went forever. Oh. <laughs> new, new, Doctor new Who? People. You know, Doctor Who. Oh, Doctor Who. <laughs> oh. Anybody like that character? No. <laughs> yeah. No. You, you can tell that no one did because nobody responded. <laughs> nobody responded. <laughs> nobody <laughs> had to do it several times. No. <laughs> Like, a, maybe that noise will stop if we just ignore it. <laughs> um, or maybe that noise was trying to stop somebody else. <laughs> sure. Um, speaking of uh, characters that uh, uh, Oliver and I were at the Baja, and uh, they have a new smoky barbecue menu. Oh, really? And uh, Oh, I, I've, I've, I've seen the ad. So there's a giant poster on the door that says smoky barbecue, and I'm standing next to it. And I said, Oliver, I ever tell you about the time that uh, I was out on the road and uh, they asked me to fill in for the morning radio uh country station so i went by the name smoky barbecue and i went yeah smoky barbecue people come up to me and they go smoky when you're out at the pep boys or o'reilly's and oliver goes is that the voice you used i didn't fucking do it son and i and i went look at this and he he you know when he's a, when he realizes he's a jack he literally fell on the ground arsenio hall style laughing oh my God. and he just making he goes why would i think that was real why would i think it was real that's so good couldn't wait to get home to tell danielle oh my god it was gorgeous andrea wow. savage was on sweet valley hot that's what it was sweet valley hot wow. wow. so, sure. okay i wasn't yeah, completely yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. was that the one with the twins I, uh, I, that's familiar. I, yes, I think so, there yes. were twins involved. I worked with one of those twins <gasps> once. She was a uh, a photo assistant on a photo shoot that I oh. did, and I think I was a PA on the same really photo hmm. shoot. And I was like, 
do you have a twin sister? She's like, yeah, I was on the show Sweet Valley High. I was like, oh, of course, cool. Nice oh, to meet you. Wow, nice to yeah. meet you. I'm John Hamm. <laughs> I was a PA. I was the PA. Still were, John Hamm? Some were, were you not John Hamm? Yeah, and he still said it that way. I'm John Hamm. I'm John Hamm. Why the dude? Why the dude? Why, oh, yeah, also, why I'm the one who was on Sweet Valley High. Very official. What's your guess, Elliot? All right, so I had a different thought from Gary. Oh. Oh. I went with Rocket Man. Rocket Man, the great Elton John tune. Yes. You know what? Either one of them. That's a 70s tune, I believe. I believe that's that's the other one I was thinking of, and I didn't know when it. Again, the dates. Uh, yeah, those, those oh, dates yeah. back then. Well, Different. it might have been. Might have, I don't know. I I, I I know about. I know as it's much. a long, long time. <laughs> right. It's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna. Uh, yeah. uh, what do you got? I said Major Tom, oh, which is well. not the name of the song, but that's what I said. Uh, Major Tom. And I feel Space Oddity. Space Oddity. I feel wrong now. John? Uh, space Oddity. Space Oddity. I went with uh, Major Tom slash Space Oddity. I felt, I felt like songs from a tin can. Here I am sitting in a tin yeah, can. Yeah, that's that a good call. Sort of hinting at that. Mm. Well, again, but maybe maybe I'm wrong. Four no. of us will be battling it out for uh, yeah. whatever the wager is. I thought for sure I got had it, but. Here we go. You ready? Space Oddity by David Bowie. Chris Hadfield recorded the album. What year was Space Oddity Recorded release. I was told. 69? Uh, it had to be after the space 60s. mission. Yeah, see, I would have thought that that song came out in the 70s until he said 60s, and I, I wasn't. I, that was the only thing that gave me pause. Well, maybe you got that part wrong. Doesn't matter. We got it. No, no, I, I'm sure it's right. I just, uh, surprises me. Uh, 1969. There you go. Up top, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> it comes down to the bed. Sure does. Another noise nobody cares for. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, John! You were there for the origin of the up top, my brother. Yes, we you were, were. We were in Oak, the Oakland airport, and I was getting a pizza from CPK, and my order number was sixty nine, and the guy said sixty nine, and a guy was walking behind me, and he went up top, my brother. <laughs> a random stranger has no idea. And, wow. He's now a catchphrase on this show. And I will say that uh, that happened to me once on a on a movie set, uh, and uh, it was a, an older gentleman was directing. You guys can go through my. MDB page and figure out who this might have been, okay. but a legend in our business. And uh, they said, uh, yeah, they do the the board at the beginning of every scene. All right, uh, uh, here we go. Uh, 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 scene sixty nine. Um, a camera, B camera, take one, rolling. And uh, the director in question goes, "Scene what?" And he goes, uh, "Yeah, sorry, uh, sir, it's uh, scene sixty nine. He goes, "What scene?" It was uh, scene sixty nine. A camera, B camera, rolling. He goes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Never gets old. <laughs> Gotta stay young at heart somehow. I mean, just not? do whatever. James Cameron. Made him say it three times. <laughs> Made him say it. Uh, all right, let's find out what the bets are here then. Garen, what'd you go with? 19. The Hardcastle, mm-hmm. 19. Matt? 17. 17. The Cetera, for some reason we call that. Uh, I went with the Dan Marino, 13. 13, mm-hmm. Baker's Dozen, and I went with... Yeah? 25. 25. Oh, nice boy. Oh. Very nice work. You did the right thing. Well, I had it. I mean, with that look, category. Very yeah. rarely do, does a category come up that I can. You, have you a shot feel confident. Yeah. yeah, you feel confident. I, uh, I felt fairly confident, but I, you know, I just like the number thirteen for some reason. Well, it's a nice number. It's, a, it's what the baker uses when he likes you. It gives you a little and extra. A little extra, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, hit it. Sucks. 
Uh, John, we pay this out Joker's Wild style, which means I'm going to put my hand up, and we count to five by fives. I don't like the condition of this bill, i got to be honest. No, you're about to not have it. They <laughs> <laughs> don't like it for you. Right? It works out, works out fine in my pocket. I feel, like, I feel like those should be fresh from I, the bank. I will take any, uh, right, any five that I'm given. I might have a... Uh, Are you going to trade? A, a crisper five? A crisper. Okay. Oh, I do. I don't know. I've got, Again, I... Uh, listen, how about you get to pick? There's a, you get do a you choice. Want, do you want a John... Do you want one that smells like tea, or do you want... Uh, those are those, oh, are, those, are, those are, are pretty looking. clearly better. Yeah, they I are. throw yours down there, Matt. Uh, give me the one in the middle there of the three. If I'm if we're doing the shell okay. game. Uh, all right, here we go. You know what? This one's a little. No, old. that sucks too. Yeah, give that back to him. It was the one closest to you that I think yeah, looked good. Uh, I, I'm looking for a crisp bill here, guys. You know what? These aren't as good as I thought they were. <laughs> uh, again, either way, they're going to end up in my pocket. Yeah, I, I think I got caught up in the magic of John's confidence that and these were way, better. You know what? I might have very often the experience. You know what? wasn't as good as I thought it was going to oh, be. Oh, but look. Hey, look at this one. You want to trade? <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a good one. That's a good five. Yeah. That's a good five. You want to touch a good five? No, I'm good. <laughs> you think your fives are better than this? Yeah. You're you know nuts. Why? I feel like John. I have three of them and you have one. Well, sir, that's because I... Oh, no, look at this shit one. This one's Uh-oh. put together with tape. See, that's... That's a bad five. It's a non-starter. I feel like this John Hamm has walked around with uh, counterfeit fives in his wallet for years <laughs> just for this moment. <laughs> I can do this, though. How about this? What do you got? What are we doing? What's this premise? What's that? Oh, is that a euro? Five euros. That's a euro, euro. That, you, that you have no uh, regard for. Look at the way that's folded. <laughs> oh, that no, would... it's normal. That's normal. That's how big it is. No, th- I know. At it's the got end. a thing. That's whatever. what I'm saying. Calm down. That it's would drive me nuts. <laughs> European money. <laughs> what are you going to do? Now, check the exchange rate. You might want to take that. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I think it's worth 50 wanna, bucks here. You want to trade a five for that? A five for a five? Let's find out. Well, we could pay. We could, we could, I, I, if you I'm want it, you got to You got to get a sense on the dollar there. Yeah, don't. You can't let him tell you. you oh, I don't to, want to. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take that. You're one. gonna take it. Okay. Great. Well, wait. No, I. Have well, you got to. You got to. Yeah. Wait. This okay. is the five you're getting. Yeah. All right. Here we go. You have to say it in Spanish. Uh, or no. Well, French. Spanish. French. Or, Italian. Any of the languages okay. listed on the euro. Oh, does it say? Un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq. 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 I'm gonna go French. Uno, dos, cinco. tres, cuatro, cinco. Because well, I, right. I thought that was Heinz, uh, Vai, Dry. Left of Triumph, but now I don't think it is. No, nope. that. Is that what that is? Too people talking. Sorry. I'm not just you. <laughs> it kind of looks like it, but it could be the Brandenburg Gate. It could be any any arch, really. Countify. Anywhere in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> and sank. We went with the French. Yeah. Wow, that's exciting. Now, Look at that. Now give that to Oliver and what? tell him that it's uh, a little money from space. A little something. Space money. <laughs> Ground control to major euro. Uh, no. <laughs> what do you got? $5.32. Thank Look you. Look at that. You're up. Wow. You're up. But now I'm saddled with this shit. Yep. Good luck changing it. <laughs> <laughs> they had that in French. That would be amazing. Good for you, Elliot. Serge Gainsbourg. We have time to take maybe two or three calls at most. Okay. Uh, remember the rule, uh, rules. If I don't like anything you're saying, we hang up on you. We run a tight ship in here. Like John, it. we're going to take phone calls. I like that. You're open to calls. I like a phone call. All right, here we go. And again, at any time, we can hang up on you. Uh, give us a call. Uh, 956-591-ROCK. 956-591-ROLL. Give us a call. Mm-hmm. Anytime. John There's a little Hammond's bit of a delay on the stream. John Hammond <laughs> Studio. Give us a call. 591-ROCK. While, while we're waiting for, for that, when Garen said his thing about he didn't know the name was. We got to take this call, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. So it's coming in now hot. It's coming like we uh, Hello. This is Jimmy. Turn, Turn down, down the town. Turn your radio down. Hello? 
Hang up. He's done. Hello? He's done. Oh, oh, hello? Christ. Yes, hello. This is Jimmy. Hello. <laughs> Who's this? Hi, this is Jen. All right, Jen, we, we were very close to hanging up on you, and we're running a tight ship here today. Uh, turn that radio down. John Hamm is here. Do you, have, you got a question for John or a comment? Um, A comment for John is I, too, am from St. Louis. <gasps> oh, nice. Where are you from? Yes. Um, like the Kirkwood area. Okay. Go Pioneers. Does that mean something to you, Jen? <laughs> Yes, it does. I, I did not go there, but yeah, go Pioneers, I guess. Well, let me ask you a Kirkwood question. High School, the Pioneers. Their uh, colors are red and white. Thank you for that. Uh, somewhat American. Yeah. Uh, question for you <laughs> and, and this young lady, Jen. Uh, there is a famous pizza place in St. Louis, the Thin Crust Delicious. What's Jen, the name of that place? Jen knows what it is. Jen? Emo's. That's Emos. correct. That is the correct answer. And you can get that through that... Uh, gold belly. Gold belly. Gold belly. Gold yeah. belly. You can get the uh, the Emo's. Yeah, and after you eat it, you're going to have a gold belly. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's not their catchphrase, <laughs> and shouldn't be. <laughs> uh, I do get that. There's also a place out in Minneapolis that I get from Gold Belly that is delicious. Hmm. Okay. But I like the Emo's. I had that after when I did now, Catch a Rising Star. When you, when, you catch, uh, when you catch a Rising Star, when you take a phone call, do you just talk the entire time, or do you let them talk? I, I, it's my show, so okay. I no, no, no. It's fine. I, I'm just wondering. <laughs> they're, they're lucky. To this get is my first person from my hometown. I thought maybe that's she, all she wanted. She, she just wanted to say she's from St. Louis. That's not exactly. I guarantee you, there was a second level. Jen, what more do you want? Um. <laughs> See, told you wrong. No, I was just excited to connect with the same hometown person. Well, thank you. I told you. Thank you very much. Jen. <laughs> I've been doing the show a long time. You're correct, Jimmy. I stand correct. I accept your somewhat apology. Uh, Jen, are you married? Well, I actually, I am uh, recently engaged. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. Congrats. When's the big day? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're thinking April 2025. Oh, wow. Long oh, engagement. Wow. Jesus Christ, that's a long engagement. That's almost Saving two up. years. Saving up. Saving up. Okay. Get a couple of bucks, in the, get a couple of bucks in the bank. Absolutely. Uh, what's the young Lothario's name? <laughs> His name is Max McKaig. Max oh wait a minute! This is Max is the guy that keeps the young girl hostage. Oh, <laughs> what? Do you need help, Jen? Do you need help? Oh, <laughs> I I can confirm I do not need help. Oh great! Are, are you being forced to say that? Yeah, I think that this is the young girl that's being held hostage by this guy. What was the story? <laughs> He's like 40 years older than her. Oh it's clear God. that he stole her from a playground. <laughs> in Kirkwood? In Kirkwood. He's a pioneer. He's a classic pioneer. <laughs> That's what happens in the pioneer times. You gotta, you gotta I would understand if he was from Webster Groves, but not Kirkwood. <laughs> he showed up at his red and white and fooled her. Uh, Jen, well, congratulations to you and Max. It's, it's great that you guys are he's finally making... Uh, 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 the right choice, the right here. decision, making yeah. an honest person out of you. Uh, Thank you. Well, congratulations. I am a little worried now about that timeline of it taking two years because that just means more more time in captivity. Uh, captivity. I had a tough time saying that. Uh, where's Max at right now? I'll let is, you know if, if I need help. Is Max out of the house? Where's is Max this a good right time now? for you to escape? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's here. <laughs> he is it's always he's always he's here, always Jimmy. there he's on the other does not let her out of his sight <laughs> this guy's got glasses on too like harry carey this guy's got this guy's got a lot going on all right well jen congratulations to you and max uh, anything more for john ham does max want to say anything john um i don't think max wants to say anything to john but um john i think oh, we I whole foods once, oh yeah max checked john out at whole foods in atlanta one time oh, it's very nice oh just, thanks thanks yeah the Whole Foods in Atlanta. Good, good spot. <laughs> good spot. Yes.
I didn't. I didn't understand that at first. I thought she meant like checked, checked him out. Him yeah, out. Like, he, was, he was working the like, checkout right, counter. I do not. I do not do a self-service <laughs> checkout. Thank you. I like to interact. With you me. like to have, okay. have a nice conversation yes, with folks. Because let's be honest, everybody checks John Ham out. Yeah. <laughs> the old, if they yeah, see John Ham, yeah. they're going to check him out. Uh, well, good for you, Max. That's a great story for you to tell at the Christmas party this year. <laughs> now you talk to him again. Well, Max, yes, yeah. You guys are like buddies. Uh, all right, Jen. As promised, we hang up. Goodbye. All right, thank you. All right, there's it. Look at that nice, uh, young couple in love. By the yeah. way, and that is uh, that's the kind of uh, person you're going to meet in St. Louis. Polite, ends the conversation, knows when to leave uh, leave Her, the room. Very nicely uh, done. Again, she may be getting the signal from her captor. Uh, <laughs> Entirely possible. There's something going on. Entirely over there. possible. Uh, uh, I have to take a quick stop. Hold on. Okay, I think that's good. All right. Now we can reopen the phones. Be an edit there of some sort. Maybe. Uh, or or not. Or not. I don't. There's no. Uh, there's no big thing there. All right. It ain't, it ain't no, no big, big thing. thing. Yeah. No big thing. What is that song? That's Brian Ferry. I was thinking. Lita Ford. Lita Ford, yeah. Lita Ford. I was thinking, uh, I was thinking uh, Love is the Drug. Yeah, you were going uh, a little more. Uh, Roxy Music. XRT. We were going with WLS. Mm-hmm. Those are Chicago radio stations. Okay. Top Great. 40 versus Elton Cut. Sure. Go right ahead. Oh, here we go. That is a soothing sound. Uh, hello, this is Jimmy. Who's this? Hi, Jimmy. This is Nick. Hi, Nick. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? Good. Where are you calling us from, Nick? I'm calling you from Boston. All right, Boston. Now, John uh, did a movie called The Town in Boston. What do you think? You ever see that movie? Not did supposed a to talk f- about it. Did a couple films in, uh, I, I in Boston. Have, I have seen The Town. The Town's uh, great. Actually, uh, he's he's done another movie in the Boston area. Uh, which one? You can talk about it. We can't. Yeah, uh, there was a movie that I, I was an extra on called uh, Clear History. Yes, yes. Do you remember Nick? Starring, yeah. uh, uh, yes, of course I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Who did it start? So I'm, I'm Larry David, myself, Kate Hudson, Danny McBride, Bill Hader, Michael Keaton. My God. Uh, wow. Jimmy Tingle, uh, a couple Farrelly's. There's a lot of people wow. in that film. It was fun. Why did I never see this? Yeah. It was on HBO. It was, a, it was an HBO film. Home box office. Yes, the home box office. And uh, local favorite Jimmy Tingle, who uh, for a minute, uh, I believe, replaced Andy Rooney. Is that correct? Was that Jimmy Tingle? Maybe. That's that, a, that, that? Movie tracks. He yeah. was He was like one of those Boston guys. Huge grumpus. in Boston. Mm-hmm. Yes. Lenny Clark was also in that film. Lenny Clark. Another huge Boston in Boston. Guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, Nick, what are you doing today? Are you still acting, or are you just, are, are you an actor, or are you just uh, hey, they're in town, they need people to stand uh, next to the racist? Uh, at the time, uh, I was trying to get into acting. Now I do uh, stand up, standing up comedy, Nick. Yeah, and how's it going so far, Nick? Uh, going okay. You know, can't complain. Still working my day job. Is this the bubbly personality you bring to the stage? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is such. You, you know what? I called once before. You thought I was too bubbly. Tried to change. Oh no! Code. Really? Oh, Jesus! You <laughs> can't win. You can't win with me. Listen. Well, that's here's true. the thing, Nick. Follow your follow your instincts. Don't listen to Jimmy. I think that's the, what, the, what we're really trying <laughs> to say. Is that true? Here. I'm very successful in stand-up comedy. Uh, yes, you are, but you're not not, not a mentor. <laughs> I'm a sage. I'm a great sage, sir. <laughs> you're very live. Yeah, I don't know what that word means. <laughs> uh, what? Can I ask what scene were you in, Nick? Do oh, you, that's do a good you remember? Question. Uh, there's a scene at the uh, the concert that they had there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The concert yeah. was... Wait, is this the movie oh. with Chicago in it? Yes. yes. I did see this movie. I yeah. Was, yeah. I did see this movie. I didn't, I didn't remember you being that. in it. That's crazy. The the conceit was that the, the person that Larry was involved with blew Chicago. <laughs> yes. Right? The, no, the, my question, I think, was the entire band. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe it was Amy... Uh, 
uh, Amy Adams? Huh? Uh, not Adams. Uh, the other Amy. Uh, Polar. Uh, Polar. Not Ryan. Polar. Uh, Ryan. Uh, Ryan. Amy Ryan. Ryan. Amy Ryan. Oh, wow. Who yeah. we know from The Office, I believe. And The Wire, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Academy Award winning uh, The Fighter, right? Oh. Is she in that? Wasn't she? In, or uh, Gone Baby Gone? I don't know. I can't. Uh, she, She's a very talented person. Yeah. I do love Gone Baby Gone. That's a great movie. Yeah. Nick, you still there? <laughs> I am still here. Yeah. Well, it was a great scene and you were great in it. And thank you for not drawing attention. <laughs> I, I will say, John, I didn't know you were in the movie. I, I was looking around. I saw over the corner of my shoulder you showed up. Such a beautiful man that I walked into a pole. <laughs> <laughs> you should check me out in the Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> See you, Nick. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Nick. What a nice call. Right, yeah. thank you. Nick way, gets it. By the way, Amy Ryan, uh, Only Murders in the Building. Oh, yeah. That's that is correct. Right. character in the first season. Season one. Steve Martin's love interest, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we got time. For, uh, do we have time for one yes, more? Yes, we do. Okay, All right, here we go. Go. Let's take one more, then we'll go. Oh, hello. Like that one. Hello. That sounded weird, but this is Jimmy. Who's this? Hello. Hi. Who's this? This is Adam. You say Adam. Adam. Or Adam. Adam. Hi, Adam. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm fine, Adam. <laughs> oh, <boy>. This <laughs> is uh, awkward. We got, we got to be fair to our to to our callers. Uh, I think there's a delay. There must be in a there delay. hearing us. Okay. So that's, that's making it a little rough. All right. That's, that's okay. fair. Adam, state your case. What's going on? <laughs> state your case. <laughs> We're all fine. <laughs> I don't know. I take full responsibility. I don't know if there's a, a delay. It, but it's not just a delay. It's like he's on a tin can or something. Oh, yeah. he's in a car. Are you in a car? I am in a car. And that I car is car. not a Mercedes Benz. <laughs> 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 where are you? Where are you calling from? Other than the where, where, where? Okay, Adam. Where's the call coming from? I know you're in the car, but where's the car located? Uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. The city of Beverly Love. Right, the Rocky statue. It's always sunny. Sure, yeah. Bill Burr's famous set. That's <laughs> great. God, I love that set. Uh, Adam, what are you, are you out and about? Are you, are you working for a living in the car? Or are you, uh, you heading home? What time? I guess you'll be heading home, huh? 4.30? No, I'm on my, way, on my way home. From doing what, sir? Uh, I own a hair salon. Oh, cool. So Fantastic. I was, uh, I was emptying out one location, and we're putting stuff in a in a new location what does that mean you're moving the mooses and creams <laughs> yeah we uh we uh consolidated two smaller spaces into one big space what's the name of the salon let's get you so let's get you some pub if anybody wants to go there and get yeah. a new snazzy haircut in the new location what's the name of it uh, be great it's called american mortals American mortals. American mortals. Wow, I would never Companion think that's piece a... to American gods. So yeah. you know, if it's uh, if, if you're into that, yeah. I'm if not you're into Neil Gaiman. Get mm. your hair cut at American mortals. Yeah. Right. Was that the inspiration? I I appreciate that, John. Uh, no, I actually bought the business from a, a married couple, and um, I asked them, you know, why'd you name it this? And the husband said, oh, I wanted a business with American in the name. And the wife said, I always wanted a business with mortals in the name. <laughs> I was like, shit. that's really it? Wow. I mean, it's, it's an easy conversation that they had. What a letdown that is. By the way, I'm very glad that you own right? this now. Yeah. <laughs> the one, the guy I sort of understand the mentality of, I, I like American, but what, who's like, I've got to have a gotta business. Have yeah, mortals. Gotta have mortals. <laughs> I don't know, like a, like a supernatural creature, perhaps? Yeah, Maybe yeah, exactly. she's not she mortal. Turns out she was a vampire. Uh, <laughs> oh, what was her hair like then? Oh, <laughs> whatever 70, it was, it wasn't changing. 15 years old, so I wasn't changing the name. Okay, well, it's got a history then. Adam, let me ask you a question. Do you take walk-ins or appointment only? Sure. 
We'll take a walk-in, but we're pretty busy, so it's tough. Well, Successful business. It's Good for you. Yeah. You got that new location, we're, we're though. We're doing all right. And you have to show yeah. proof of mortality to get in? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, very much so. Fair enough. For a what? while there, we were, you had to show proof of vaccination. Oh, sure, of course. Sure, sure. We've relaxed. Yeah, that was a, uh, when, when uh, I can't either Delta or Omicron, when that hit really hard, we, we ramped up the, the safety measures sure. pretty high. Are you, getting the, are you getting the new vax, Adam? Oh, yeah, I can't. I, I wanted to book an appointment right away. And my wife said, uh, I, I want to come with you. And we, we have a 15-year-old. So let's all go together. And I'm like, well, okay, when can you come? Uh, first week of October. I gotta get that. Oh wow! I gotta get that protection now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm with you. Get that shield I up. Want to wait? But I do like that it's a family outing. That seems I like a too. great day. Well, it's not, yeah, yeah. It's a, right. Maybe get some lunch. Yeah. It sounds like a real family of American mortals. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally normal Americans who are mortal. There's nothing weird about this group. And uh, what's your son's name, Adam? Adam Stockton. Adam, what's your son's name? Caden. Uh, Caden, and he's 15. He's fifteen years old. Wonderful. What's uh, I, I I'm I'm curious what the what's what's hot in the in the hair scene right now? Like what are people asking for hairstyle wise? I, I assume you take uh, you cut men's and women's hairs. Oh god. Uh, yeah, so I don't actually do hair. I just employ the people. Okay. Um, oh. He just owns it. Well you see him coming in and out. What what's uh, what's looking good? Yeah, it the, there's they come up with these these random names. So like the the shag haircut. So shags and mullets are back. Shags and mullets um, are back. Unironically, Oof. okay. But, Ooh, but they want to. But they call it a wolf cut. The wolf. What's okay. like that? That's like, a better name. That does make it sound That's cooler a than, name. than what it is. Give me the wolter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's this auburn color that's really popular right now, and it's. Jimmy, they're looking on you. That now would look it's great on you. The yeah, Auburn Wolf. The Auburn Wolf. That could be your new. That could be your new thing. <laughs> it's going to be the name yeah. of your fantasy baseball team next year. I'll tell you that. Auburn Wolf. The part of the Auburn 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 Wolf. It's tough to say tough though, to isn't say. it? Auburn Wolf. But, but, but it's worth it. But it's worth it. The same thing. <laughs> Once you get it out, it's <laughs> absolutely. It's a winner. The Auburn Wolves. Mm-hmm. That will be the name of my fantasy baseball team. I Fair guarantee enough. it. And your next album. <laughs> sure. I fucked up the recording. And your next that. hairstyle, buddy. I'm, I can't wait to see that. You can't Flo- wait to see the wolf? Flowing down, yeah. flowing down in the back. He's got a thing, though, because his hair Auburn. is curly if it grows out, and he doesn't like that. You think that's a bad thing? I think for, that's For the uh, Auburn Wolf? Yeah. Not for the Auburn Wolf. <laughs> I like I like the idea of you having like a big big eighties curly. Then look at my old headshot. I know I have. <laughs> that's, that's great. I want to see that come back. See. I can't do that anymore. Kevin Cronin like flowing. Exactly. Curly I can't do it anymore, exactly. brother. I can't do it. I well, we have I Nick won't. to thank for it. Thank you, Nick. What if you just like the wolf? You keep it high and tight in the on the top, and like then, you like it, and then you get that. You're yes. talking about the Cheney, the Lon Cheney. I'm talking about the wolf. Yeah. Talking about the Auburn Wolf, <laughs> baby. I know. I know. Keep keep that neck warm. Yeah. Uh... I may do it. Winter's coming. I can't Winter do it. Winter is it'll coming. Although it, I can't do it. By the time it grows out, it'll be summer. It'll be spring again. Yeah. Although it grows out fast. If you watch my nine-minute joke about it on my Comedy Central special. <laughs> okay. it's, a, it's a long bit about a haircut. If you want to <laughs> see that from 2002. And then see a joke uh, that I did on that special that is currently on another guy's special uh, on a new special that was recorded this year. So, oh. uh, sir, anytime you want to issue that apology <laughs> that, I, that I'm told is coming my way, I will accept it. Really? Yeah, Rama. I'll tell you off the air who it is. I, I imagine. I imagine I will get that information. Yeah, uh, I'm told it's not the only one in the special. That is. Well, by uh, the way, uh, Jimmy, yeah. if you if you yes. ever want to go down the road of the Auburn Wolf, you know where to go. Philly. Yeah, yeah. American I go, Mortals. I go to the AM. AM. 
AM PM. Is there a theme song for? It feels like the, a, a a place like that needs its own theme song. So you walk in and you hear American Mortals. <laughs> like that's totally. what I want. Yeah. I think I just recorded it. Should be, there isn't yet. Feel free to use that. You can use that. Snip that out. Yeah, snip that out. Matt's got a beautiful voice. Uh, well, Nick, listen, it was a pleasure talking to you. I, I got. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I thought this thing was gonna shit the bed, but you really delivered. Brought it in. I'm kind of disappointed. Oh, this is Adam. Oh, this is Adam. Through. Oh, yeah. This is Adam. Oh, Adam. Yes, the first man. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Yes, Adam. Yeah. Uh, and real quick, uh, just wanted to, John. John, I just wanted to let you know that you actually made an appearance in my wedding vows. What now? What the <laughs> shit? I, uh, I'm going to ask you to elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I had At a, any point, did you say in your wedding vows, that's what the money is for? <laughs> no, I said to my wife, the, one of the sentences in the vows, I said, with the exception of John Hamm, you are the most beautiful person I've ever seen. Good God Lord. bless you. Wow. God bless you, Adam. Wow. Good Lord. That's ridiculous. What are the odds that John's then here today yeah. and he can call and I share I love this? it. You know what? Thank you. I wish you a long and happy marriage. And uh, Oh, they're divorced. <laughs> <laughs> that, that part hasn't come oh, up yeah. yet. He did not make it back down the aisle. It's actually annulled. <laughs> no, no, we are happily married still. Yeah, they got happily the 15-year-old. Well, my best to your wife and to your son, Caden, and uh, the rest of the staff at American Mortals. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Adam. I appreciate that, John. Bye now. That's that's our new jingle. I'm hanging up on you. Yeah, John, we're, <laughs> I'm telling John that we're done. We're hanging up on Adam. Good save, Jim. Uh, all right, good phone calls today. Yeah. Great phone calls. Thank Not enough hang up. I, I like it when you hang up on people. I feel like uh, these guys got off easy. The the, the delay affects that a little bit. That yeah. I got to give them time. And by the time that they get through that awkwardness, yeah. I feel bad hanging up on them. But the joy is, we got to go. Mm-hmm. I hang up on them. I run it. Tight ship. Tight ship. ship. You know that to be said. That's how the wolf does it. (laughs) The Auburn Wolf. The Auburn Wolf. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. We thank you for subscribing. We thank you for supporting this program. Don't forget, Subtoberfest starts October 1st. Yeah. Pins, T-shirts, the whole shot. That'll all be on the website. Let's fill that ghost. John, maybe how about before you go? Uh, Last year, we did fill the pumpkin for Subtoberfest. This year, uh, we're trying to fill a ghost, okay. but fill the ghost doesn't sound right. What would it be? What, it, uh, what do you do to a ghost that would... You, you oh. said you were a ghost when you walked in. Yeah. What would it oh, be? Oh, that's a good point. Make that ghost uh, corporeal. Make it... Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not helping, but... but, but yeah. Incorporate fill, the ghost. Incorporate the ghost. Uh, <laughs> fill the ghost. <laughs> I don't hate that. Thicken the ghost. <laughs> Apparate. Uh, Apparate the ghost. I actually do hate the thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Flesh out the ghost. Flesh out the ghost. Yeah. Oh, enliven the ghost. Yeah. Enliven the ghost. When a ghost appears, what's that called? Yeah. It's it's apparate, apparate, but there's, there's got to be a better word than that. But I like apparate. That's a fun word. Okay. Apparate the ghost. I wanted you, to you see. You ever play that game as a good sounds apparation? apparation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to pull the, the doctor collecting all the pay. Apparition. <laughs> I was. I wanted to say animate the ghost, but then that makes people think it's going to be animated. And it's it's not, not doing it's that. Not no, no, that's not happening. Not uh, flesh out the ghost. Uh, flesh it out. Flesh it out. That, that flesh the, can we shorten it to just flesh the ghost? Flesh the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start our own catchphrase. Flesh it up. Uh, well, listen, we got a week to spit the ghost. Why did you land on ghost? Then that skeleton, a pumpkin, I get. But uh, but uh, maybe the scarecrow. You know, there's a lot of. It was uh, Elliot. He's the one that right. jumped uh, in. Well, maybe in uh, you know 2024 we go skeleton yeah. or uh, scarecrow. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't see it being scarecrow to be honest with him. Drag, uh, dra- but that's more Thanksgiving. Dracula, you know, Dracula the ghost. I love mm-hmm. Dracula. Dracula that I'm ghost. A fan of Dracula. <laughs> uh, Eddie that monster. 
<laughs> screw that. Nailed it. Screw that. That monster. Oh, uh, wait, yeah. Like, who are famous ghosts? Let's think about it that way. Let's let's approach it from that. You got your Caspers. Beetlejuice. Uh-huh. Beetlejuice. 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 Yeah. Uh, Beetlejuice. Uh, Mrs. Muir's ghost, whatever his name was. Growing up, there was a resurrection. Uh, resurrection Casper. Yeah, Casper. We had that. Who would hang out at Resurrection Cemetery, and someone claimed they would see her walking across the street. What was her name? Really? Resurrection Mary. Mary. It was a resurrection. But marry that ghost. Resurrect the ghost. <laughs> Fire. Resurrect the ghost. Resurrect the ghost. Oh, Resurrect the ghost. That's it. That's, Boom. Look, it. We, we, we landed there. We got, we got there. there. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beach, there he is, Garen Cockrell, behind Video Village. That's Elliot Hochberg, the Honcho Matt Belknap, our good friend John Hamm. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hopeberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2023, Never Not Funny, LLC.